Jar 80. The Steve Largent episode. We're octogenarians. 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 But let me talk about Steve Largent. Okay, fine. And Jerry Rice. Really more Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice. Do the dumb sports ball thing. Oh, damn. Well, now (laughs) I'm You're not wearing the right hat. I'm not. That might, I gotta find my Steve Largent hat. You it's could very probably, specific. You, you could actually find another one and put another one on backwards and wear your rally hat while you have this conversation. No, I don't want It's not baseball. He's, he's it's wearing, football. He's wearing the Yankees hat. It's football. That's Yankees, right? Yeah. yeah. These are Yan- well done. It could be New York Giants back in the day. The, <laughs> I knew sports the football ball thing. Team. I was like, NY. I know, I know there's teams in New York. One of them's the Yankees. I'm going to go with that one. Could have been the Mets. Could have been the old Giants. <laughs> that was, I think you were wearing a uh, Yankees ball cap. The day that I met you, mm-hmm, probably, Likely. and most of the days since. Yep. I don't know why that's stuck in my brain, but my, my <laughs> it's part of your me, identity. My uncle gave me two hats, and it's not like he was the closest family member of mine, but he gave me the top hat that I wear in Sovereign. Yeah. Mm-hmm. After he died, he didn't like here's that. Uh, that, and then my mom. So he I killed think. him for it, is what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. I murdered him. For yeah. That. Magic <laughs> snowman hat. That. So now basically I'm the you're snowman. Ca- you're capitalizing on the death of your uncle. Yeah. Well done. Uh, well, he had the same size head as me. I did. <laughs> I'm basically assuming his identity, I guess. I think all of hu- all of humanity is really just death profiteering. If you look Fuck at yeah. it, <laughs> that's, that's have you seen the down. funeral industry? I have to agree. With <laughs> right. You. Well, welcome to Just Arrive. We've got I'm um, the pee bar. We've got the poo bar. I'm the boo bar. The boo bar. And we got we have a I sound like a chicken when I say that. There's no chicken updates. No chicken updates today. We got a fun show, I think. Hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I said the thing. Every time you say fun. <laughs> but we've got a, a Brainy Meets where we're going to talk about Richard Feynman. We're going to just talk some wise quotes from a single person, a scientific man, with a pretty cool way of looking at the world. I love Brainy Meats. I think we should make a, a shirt that is like the old food pyramid, you know, <laughs> uh-huh. and have it just be all Brainy Meats. Fucking bro. Just little piles of Brainy Meats. That's a good idea. <laughs> all good. you need for a balanced diet. I Ground Brainy Meats. <laughs> tell, me, tell me to make it into a card and I'll have it done all tomorrow. Right. We need a Brainy Meats card. It's a great, it's a Brainy Meats paste pressed into a shape <laughs> cards, cards, cards. of it's the like, food pyramid. It's pate. Brain pate. Brain pate. <laughs> <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I like like more of a kind a cold cut. I was, I was thinking like like stew bits, like cubes. Uh, <laughs> see, and my we brain went to the pink the pink paste Ooh. that Ooh. was what was that pink Spam. paste? No, remember the pink paste that was like the meat substitute that was real popular in like 2018. Remember the pink uh-uh. pink paste? What, like it grown it in a lab or something? I, I, my my brain remember. just keeps going to Vegemite. Mm, I know. Never had it. There's listeners out there right now that are like, yeah, I totally get what she's saying. Well, so, I, hope, I hope not. I feel um, like I can picture it. I'm, uh, I hope you're isolated. It's like a spreadable thing. Yeah, I'm going to look it up. I don't know. Hope you All isolate right. yourself with your weird ideas and we'll, beliefs. We'll let you do that. We'll let you look it up. What else is on the well, I'll tell you what else is on the thing. We're going to talk about jobs, our old jobs, our history of our jobs. We're going to literally put out our application to you for <laughs> job. No. <laughs> Just want to kind of go back and look at our work history and fuck around there a little bit. I don't think you've ever had a real job. I've never worked a day (laughs) in my life, bro. (laughs) Spent a lot of time in a lot of jobs, had a lot of bosses. Got some great experiences, and we'll just talk about some of that stuff today. That'd be fun. Relatable content. You've got a badass of history that will I it rival Sergeant Stubby? Badass of history. I don't know that it rivals Sergeant Stubby, but I bet he could have killed Sergeant Stubby in a fight. 
<laughs> a lot of, I mean, you probably could have with your, you know. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know, he's dude. A dog. Well, he's, yeah. he's a war pup. <laughs> True. I, I'm, that's a lot of hubris for my. <laughs> right. But I said you, not me. I, I'd get my ass kicked. You're, you're, are you being hubristic on my behalf? I guess. That's a stupid move, isn't it? Yeah. I love I'm, you, Shane. I'm for it, though. Okay, I love you. <laughs> I have a lot of faith in you and confidence. Get me in trouble. Get that doctor, get that puppers and punch in the face. I would die simply because I couldn't bear to harm Sergeant Stubby. Amen. I would, I would let, I'd be like, "Yep, you. I'll just let you kill me." You just raise that little. You can paw. have it here. This is where the jugular is. You knew that. You're a soldier. Go, for, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's basically the show. We're going to start off by talking about some dumb cunt things and we'll talk about cunt. the, the BBC and some scat tunes. The return of scat tunes. So let's go to the next thing. Before we get deep in today's ride, let's check out the scat first. Yeah. Scat tunes. We'll get that out of the way real quick. Captain Dick Kicker and I and, and several other folk have been planning season two. Plotting. Plotting. Mm. Collecting. But now's a great time. You can still send all the music to whatever the hell our email is. Scatcast at scatcast. What? Info at scatcast.com. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> and just let us know. And it's very... We get a lot of emails, so we, we really probably should set up an email specifically for it but forgive me i haven't yet but we need so to many that. so many emails but send it to info at let us know it's music based and i love the way you guys describe it let us know what city if possible or at least state or country uh the name of the song is really cool a link is great videos are great doesn't matter we like links but it has been you guys know the deal we, we had a great season last year there was so much participation and i think we listened to great music mm-hmm. for sure like it do. was one of my favorite years of finding new artists and i've been doing that for 20 years except for that straight guy i wasn't really hot on him he was kind i of, played it multiple times and i know. didn't care for it yeah. any of the times just it just felt um it felt it. shallow and pedantic <laughs> <laughs> february 17th saturday february 17th that is going to be the first scatoons season two we're going to do 12 episodes mark it so on your fucking in your calendar that's right and you'll hear shaden talking you'll hear the boo-boo-boo-ba from time to time lots yeah. of guests will probably be on there you don't David hear enough Angus. of that you don't get enough of any of that this this network needs more of me for yeah, sure definitely more of you more of everyone else actually <laughs> i believe that you guys should just do 10 shows a week get yeah. on it all right Get to work. Jeez. You're okay. trying to kill me, aren't you? That, that's an example of a bad boss. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to manage egos in the system that I created. Okay. Well, let's get uh, to the BBC. How Ooh. did we, we release The big it? black... Co- oh, the, oh, the, oh yeah. the podcast. The British yeah, Broadcasting. Yeah. No, oh, no, 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 no. The, the brotherly brain cell. The, something about tits. Yeah, it's all about tits, really. <laughs> well, how does, how's it going? you have fun so far? I, I feel like... Ah, I feel like it's been uh, great so far we've been having tons of fun um still ironing out the kinks which is inevitable but Indeed. uh we have we've especially been, on my network <laughs> we've been hey sorry <laughs> it's, uh, i don't know what i've done wrong yet but something uh, sure. you know i was gonna say it's all my fault but i'm happy to blame you i think it's yeah i'm good with that <laughs> actually it's doing really well it's yeah been lots of cool feedback tons of good a, tons of good feedback we've had we've shit. had really really fun merch ideas that we've been implementing yeah. on, a, on a weekly basis that you can pee in a cup for super him. fun yeah he can he can pee in a cup square won't save you i love that that square <laughs> won't save you is great uh that should have a card yeah cards, 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 cards. we need a square won't save you card for sure and a pee cup card i want a pee cup card but yeah we've been live streaming uh every sunday morning and by every i mean the only two that have happened and i initially intended to only do that for the first episode it's like hey here's a new show or, or live stream it but i feel like i'm slowly getting locked into doing it <laughs> every yeah, week you're stuck. and yeah. i'm not mad about it because it's fun it's fun hanging out with all you guys and uh 
Yeah, I just got. Ah! <laughs> I said I said the f word. Yep. Um, but it is. It's a good time hanging out with everybody uh, in the stream and chatting and getting in on making fun of me and my brother with the rest of you guys. So it's nice. <laughs> yeah, it's been cool. It's been super fun. Damn it! I did it again. <laughs> I'm the one that's punished the most. Right? <laughs> yeah. Every time we say fun, he gets shocked. Yeah, nice awesome. stuff. I like that. It's my go-to word when yeah. I want to describe something that I enjoy. So I really, I, the other day I had a thesaurus out, but I never mentioned it. I, I did, but I didn't think about it. I'm like, oh, exuberant. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's really been exhilarating and enlightening. Thoroughly. Enhancing even. It's been a bunch of ballyhoo. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's not the right word. All right. So what can we, what's the next game on the agenda? Because each each time you guys play a different game, we do play a different game, and you guys the, touch each other's wieners. Yeah, we, there's a lot. That's of, the same. Every a lot week. of wiener touching that never changes. Okay. Um, a lot of bloviating. Bloviational. Next, this upcoming week, we are playing uh, Surgeon Simulator, which some <laughs> which some people might not be down for. <laughs> I will I will give a warning. It is literally it's a little bit cartoony. So it's not like it's not like a, a realism game, right? But you still might not want to have a sandwich while you're watching. But yeah, we each control one hand of the same surgeon. Oh, this ought to be fucking fast. And, and we is this and the we, new generation version of the fucking operation? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. You do surgery. You're one hand. He's the other, and you're supposed to do surgery. Yes. Oh, patient's totally dead. Uh, oh, so many times. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's bleeding out immediately. Yes. Yeah, I guess that's real life too. There's a lot of teamwork involved in putting a body back together, huh? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and although uh, you get both your hands, probably the whole putting it back together part is not really part of the game. Like, you kinda, <laughs> oh, no. it's, it's like it's like well, for the destruction, a little bit of a spoiler. But the first one is a, a heart transplant. Mm. Uh huh. And oh, they take uh, you right to cardiology and it's, immediately. Yeah, and it's and it's like not realistic at all which is what makes it funny because yeah. like you'll get in there and they give you just a variety of tools and some of them are ridiculous here's a like, candle here's a like, fork. like here's, yeah there's there's a table and it's here's like a pencil sharpener. there's 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 hammers there's lasers there's fucking oh, scalpels wow. of every variety there's tweezers there's uh rotary saws there's just all i mean it's just a vice. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You can attack it in any which way you want. Yep. And uh -huh. and you just start with this open chest cavity with a rib cage, and uh, the ribs are in the way, so when you break those out, obviously, just <laughs> crack them out with a hammer. That's no, that'll work. We're not trying to save and then, the cunt. And then and then the lungs are in the way if you're trying to get to the heart, so you just kind of grab the lungs and jerk on them really hard until they come out and toss them to the side because you don't need those. So this <laughs> isn't doctor training. Who is this for? Psycho training? What's yeah. going on? Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. What's so, the demographic here of people that are buying this? Psychopaths. <laughs> children. Psychopaths with people a sense children, of humor. Children. <laughs> think Dexter is a kid's show. <laughs> yeah. So well, it's, uh, I mean, if you're, if you're not Dexter's into... Dexter's Laboratory was. Oh, yeah. Fucking great yeah, show. Yeah, true. If you're not into uh, us ripping internal organs out of somebody and, and doing very poor surgery and laughing about it the whole way, then maybe not for you, but otherwise, this is a very, it should be a good time. It's <laughs> a very dark network, I think. I mean, we <laughs> laugh here. We have fun, <laughs> but we also... Do fun things about yeah. dark shit. We so. delve into the shadows. Yep. I mean, I think that's everybody's life. Life is dark. Like, we need a. We need a. Who's meme. out there just like sunshine every day? <laughs> we need a meme of like Gandalf from Lord of the Rings, where he's like, "Back to the shadow." And it's just <laughs> and it's just scat cast like. <laughs> <laughs> Lieutenant memes, if that uh, that tickles your fancy, or anyone in the in the army, you can delegate to who you will. Well, okay, really quick, I have to make a statement. <clears throat> yes, please. Before we move too far, it's called. 
My um, re- my reference is called Pink Slime. Pink Slime. Oh, Do you okay. remember the Pink Slime? I mean, I do. So really quick, Pink Slime, also known as Lean Finely Textured Lean. Beef or LFTB. Uh, it was in Taco Bell and shit, right? As a meat byproduct used as a food additive to ground beef and beef-based processed meats. It's used as a filler. They got in trouble at like McDonald's and as, shit. Yeah. yeah, as part of the production process, heat and centrifuges remove the fat from the meat in be- beef trimmings. And beef trimmings is all the bullshit that they don't put in meat. Here's it's, the little part around the testicle that right. even your fucking it's guy the, that likes res- hot dogs don't like. It's the bullshit? It's the literal <laughs> shit? Yeah. The, r- the resulting paste without the fat is exposed to ammonia gas uh, or citric <laughs> acid to kill any bacteria. In 2001, the U.S. Department of Agriculture approved the product for limited human consumption. Uh, blah, 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 blah. It's Lim- been banned Who goes in to Europe, Taco Bell for Canada. limited consumption? Uh, just like a little bit, please. It goes on and on. So basically, there's lawsuits involved, um, but it's back. So it sounds like you could just make it at home in an afternoon, right? <laughs> as long as you have ammonia and a centrifuge. Yeah. Sounds like right. It grows on your fucking... Your, Butthole meat. Never mind. I, oh, I don't know where I'm going with this. What are you doing? I don't know. It's my fr- it is literally my Friday, and I'm, you know, awesome. got, so I'm living was, off coffee. So it wasn't pink paste. It was pink slime. So they didn't get in trouble. They, people just reali- no, found out about it, and they're lawsuits. like, Ew. No, there oh, was there. lawsuits. Ew. Yeah, I didn't get that far because I gave up trying to read. Because of me? Yes. <laughs> Checks out. There's a lot of Checks people out. that listen to the show. They're like, I, I wish that guy shut the fuck up. I mean... <laughs> Please just let her finish a thought. It's mostly me. I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we've got Scatoons and BBC. When does BBC come out? Sundays. What time? Sunday. Sunday. Sunday at 9 a.m. 9 a.m. Specific time. Specific standard time. That's right. Nice. And uh, let's move on to Dumb Cunts, shall we? Dumb Cunts. Woo! Dumb Cunts. Doing dumb cunt things Doing dumb cunt things Guess we're all dumb cunts Nothing ever makes sense Cause we're all fucked up Hello dumb cunts Hello. Cards, cards, cards That's all I'm gonna say is That's what I've been up to Games, games, games Cards and games <laughs> And yeah, Starfield I've be- um, got the hiccups, sorry Everybody's had the hiccups recently Uh-oh. Oh no They're spreading It's the coffee I've been is chugging it? it Yeah, I'm living off of it My blood is 40% coffee right now <laughs> Maybe that's the first symptom of turning into zombies It's gonna be the fun the fun reality variation of zombies <gasps> It'll just be a bunch of zombies with the hiccups coming after you I shouldn't have simulated a hiccup Because now <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> You know what's crazy it's about a little, It's scarier that way, isn't it? You, right? have, you have your hiccups You know, the, your everyday hiccups That are just like annoying mm. And they're not that bad then you have the hiccups where you literally are like gripping the arms of your chair because here it comes and it's and it's the loudest suck in of you know it's mm-hmm. just obnoxious and, and I've had this and it hurts. I don't I felt bad for you because you said that you've had them up to thirty days and it's like straight or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I never get hiccups halfway. I don't do anything halfway. Not even <laughs> hiccups. I go I go balls deep on everything I do apparently. But yeah, hiccups. When I get hiccups, I've never. I don't know what it's like to have just like like little like For little ten hiccups. minutes. Drink some water and it's gone. Yeah. yeah. I, every time I get the hiccups, it's like they were sent by the fucking yakuza because I dishonored <laughs> the family and, and my life needs to be expunged. But it's yeah. I was I was suffering and and normally when i get the hiccups i don't get them hardly ever but when i do they last like they just linger do you sleep through them i'll get uh yeah 
I do. So you just hiccup so all night So I just hiccup when I'm sleeping? either that or I stop. And then as soon as I'm conscious, my brain's like, and we're back to our regularly scheduled <laughs> fucking hell. That's yeah. Like, so it's your brain fucking with you. Gotta be. Goddamn stupid yeah. brains. I think mortality is no uh, overrated, honestly. But <laughs> It is. Um, yeah, it, it, I get them for, I had them for three days mm-hmm. last week when I, uh, all of you that listened to our extended Brainy Meets last week, mm-hmm. and I was talking about this though <laughs> like and, a drunken and sailor man took, took mercy on all of you because i didn't want you to have to listen to all my violent uh, inhalations of death <laughs> so I, I cut i cut most of them out but i left some in so you'd know what i was dealing with but. <laughs> <laughs> i cut a couple out too just because i was like i'll help him yeah but then it was like i gotta leave some in so it's fun <laughs> it's, gotta be, it's, gotta be, it's gotta be believable <laughs> but yeah i did i had hiccups for a month straight one time oh. and it was getting it was so bad like my diaphragm was just mm-hmm. burning. I was. I felt like I was just doing crunches all the time. Just one or two fucking just knocks you out. And I like pulled a muscle in my neck <laughs> just, from, just from tensing up with the hiccups so many times in a day. I was I'm like, sorry. what? I was like, this is what? Who cursed me? <laughs> the thing that hurts me hurts me, and the thing that protects me from hurting me hurts me. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Life is pain. <laughs> <laughs> now I want to make cr- the Crow movie. I don't know why I said that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do so wanna... you suffered from the hiccups yeah, last week. I did. So that was your dumb cunt thing. What was your yeah. dumb cunt thing? It was just cards, cards, cards. I do want to mention that we've got dipshit files, cryptid cards coming, the scooper trooper. I'm trying to call it the uh, fuck. I forgot the name of it now. The prismatic. prism of colors. The prism of colors. Yes, thank you. And it's beautiful. Uh, they're my favorite because they're all different colors of the same thing. They're, they're pretty they're cool. Very, I already got to put my fingers all over some them. Some of them are glowy. There's a camo one that I, I think is the coolest one. I touched them. You might get some that I touched, and they're worth less. So. You know, I, mean, <laughs> I, I, I would have put them out. <laughs> I'll just make sure and put them at a crime scene. Yeah, so you got perfect. your fingerprints mm-hmm. yeah. on all of them. Im- implicate me in all the, all the, the chaos. But one of the cards is a special all-black one where even the, it's painted <coughs> sides. The side of the cards are painted black, so it's... I see your red card and, and I want to <laughs> And I got a very limited edition of them. So, but I'm waiting on those before we go live with them and stuff because they're because they don't ever send Who's them all shipped, at the same time. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know if you saw that. They, they were printed shipped. at the same damn time. Yeah, but they shipped. The, yeah. Yeah. We got a bunch of cards coming. Uh, there's going to be the reissue. They're called. It's called a Chrome series. I should explain this right now, real quick. Whenever I put a Chrome series out, it's because I want to fix some cards that we already made. Because the Liam the Monster Hunter cards, I love them, but they're going the wrong way on the back, mm-hmm. and you can't read the back because of the, whatever. I put the map too bright, so I turn these into a chrome. It's the seven cards of that set. They're gonna come with another special card, a Barfield card that's all cool as fuck. I think. But anyway, you'll see. That's Is coming it fun? out soon. <laughs> it's not. I'm trying to learn to not say that Got with the him. electric shock. <laughs> you just hurt me for fun. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have our Owls of Marnia cards, too, which are part of the 2024 set. They're going to come. You'll see that there's some cool owl toys, just like Areola, but there's several to choose from. You'll see those in the future. And now that you've met Belvedere, Belvedere can be one of those. We'll mm-hmm. talk more about it in the future. But Belvedere's my favorite. Cards are fun. But evil, <laughs> evil Areola, though. Mm-hmm. I love... Belvedere goes, <laughs> of all the owls. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that's enough of that. But the last thing on my dumb cunts thing is fucking Starfield is pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> I can't stop saying that word. It's one of the cooler games that I've played from Bethesda, and I've played most of them. And space is better than 
than most of the other things. I like a post-apocalyptic world very much. Yeah. But I like space a lot more because of spaceships. Yeah. We've conferred about that. The whole, you could put a taco in space for 90 mm-hmm. minutes and I'd watch that movie and probably mm-hmm. not give it a bad score on Rotten Tomatoes. I'd go, <laughs> I'd go to the credits. I'd see be like, who who helped make that taco go through space? <laughs> it looked so real. Who played mm-hmm. the taco? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that, it's... One of my favorite games. I, I know I've been reading, as I've been going through trying to figure out ways to play it, I've been reading some of the, the negative feedback and stuff. And you can see it. It's like you could do more here and more there. But what, did it, what an endeavor to make. <laughs> People are so entitled these days, aren't I'm, they? Like, it seems like I was it. talking about that with Will this morning. I was like, because Pal World just came out. It's a game we've been waiting on. It's basically Pokemon with guns. <laughs> which, is, yeah, which, is, which is fucking awesome. The millennials wet dreams. <laughs> yep, it is. And and it's it's very evident that it's it's those millennials that are really driving the gaming market because it's it sold, comes with guacamole it has sold toast. millions of copies in in a week. Nice. Nice. It, it's wow. been out it's been out a week tomorrow and it's like just fucking smashing and it's fun it's a fun game but there's so many people that are like the building system is trash there's not enough different pals there's bugs let's see yours let's see your game bitch it's early access in the first week of course there's gonna be janky shit and stuff they still have to add shut up (laughs) show us your game first (laughs) nobody that makes games is like we're a bunch of losers I paid $30 for it and it's not everything I dreamed of and Mm -hmm. I'm offended shut up go home I'm finding that in forums after because I've never been a gamer uh, until recently and yeah, I'm finding when I'm looking stuff up mm-hmm. if I have questions about something or if I've come across a bug or even a, a glitch mm-hmm. which is you know d- is not as often but you'll find a rancorous bunch of oh cunts ready to gosh. jump on everything they're pissed in there <laughs> yep. Yep. and you know I had Our culture an, rules <laughs> I had an issue just early this morning when I was playing um, I had a little issue and so I saved my game, got out, reloaded it, and it was in a different spot. And I went, okay. Yep. So I saved it, reloaded it again, and it was gone. That's how easy it is yeah, to fix got the it. issue. Just troubleshoot a little bit. Right. <laughs> Save, reload. If it moves, you know it's you know it's mm-hmm. it's an insect. <laughs> so as are most of the people in the review section. It was just <laughs> so because I get in there and I, I'm looking for something, and there's just a lot of bitching. I don't care what We're game it's about. We're kind of man babyish and woman babyish, you know. It's just Dude, the piss. The review section for games on Steam is like simultaneously my favorite and my most loathed place oh, to really? to go because <coughs> some of the reviews are fucking hilarious. Yeah. Like some of the stuff that people write in there, I'm like that. It, this is I could read these for hours and be very. <laughs> kind of like Amazon reviews. Yeah, yeah. Man. <laughs> it's so good. Going back to live leaks. It's, it's so good. But Should then, dominate. but then there's just this. There's also that uh-huh. simultaneous big pile of people being like, yeah, and it's like, dude, shut up. Do we grow out of that, or did just generation after generation just? Evolve that Cultivate into cuntier, cuntier I think, stuff. I think we're collectively evolving to be more and more entitled. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. that's, we're, we're in the on-demand age, and that's that's just the way that it is now. But that's not good. But I, I mean, I mean, I like the on-demand. That's let's good. let's steel man it a little bit, though. All right, us us as gamers over the years, especially in recent years, we've been through some shit. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> like we have been the recipients of some fat steaming piles of garbage, mm. uh, uh, more and than a handful of times, yeah, and, and stuff that's just stuff like fleecing us for money yeah. and wrecking mm-hmm. games that would there's, otherwise be good. There's so still like, that. Those kind of bad reviews. I'm right there. I'm in the army. I'm like, yeah, fuck you, you know. <laughs> but like stuff where it's like, this isn't everything I imagined. It's like, well, fuck it. <laughs> it sounds like a you problem, mm-hmm. my dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like like No Man's Sky. <clears throat> I didn't get into that whole world that quick you know i didn't play the game in the beta process or anything like that so i didn't have anything invested in it but it felt like that was destined to be fucked probably because the producers had probably put out promises of their vision before they were technically capable uh, of doing that definitely they misrepresented it before launch so that's why sure. people got yeah. angry yeah and that's and, and i that's, get that and man. that's justified yeah i, I feel and like i was i was one of them i played it on day one when it came out and i was like what the fuck yeah like i went from like "Ooh, this is cool to about an hour in and i was like it's fucking it's not even finished like but at all it gives me hope yeah. it's early people. access dipshit yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's but that of... one wasn't i was it was false that promises was 60 dollars <laughs> right out the box right <laughs> was, it, was it really like triple a price yeah right oh, as God. i recall yeah it was, okay yeah. i see why people feel and, ripped off when yeah like, grand theft auto 5 i can play for 10 years this one i can't play to level mm-hmm. 7 but but yeah. then but then they, uh, yeah what they, gives me they heart, totally redeemed themselves yeah. and the community around it too they were like what well, this is we want this yeah and we think you can do it and, and i feel like that's kind of part of the process he's like i'm gonna promise more than i can deliver mm-hmm. in hopes that we all can get there because we all want to be fucking space doing mm-hmm. random space shit I was going to ask you. Sorry, I didn't mean to just jump in here, but I was going to ask you. Hiya! Hiya! I'm Um, tired of this one talking, you talk. (laughs) (laughs) I was curious. After our conversation um, a month or two ago, have you taken a look at the anniversary edition of Skyrim? I haven't yet. You haven't yet? No. Okay, I was just curious. My game time is far less than it used to be. Right. And uh, there's been some games that have come out that I've been, like, super hyped about for a long time. So, like, when I am playing, I'm like... Right, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) New stuff. But, yeah, I'm I'm going to revisit that because uh, you've got me very intrigued since talking about it. Interesting, interesting stuff. I'm liking Bethesda right now, but I'm not going to fight a dragon. I'm shooting at a ship maybe called a dragon. Uh Or a razor leaf... I, Fuck right. yeah, bro! You could be a space pirate that is in a ship called the Space Dragon. That's fucking. I'm doing that later. I'm gonna build me a <laughs> ship called the Space Dragon <laughs> to prove Shane right. There you go. <laughs> well, what about your your uh, dumb cunt things? My dumb cunt things. Um, Toast and I aren't getting along right now. <laughs> fucking. We're we're on a break. We're not broken up totally, but we're the, on a break. When the master coder was like, "What are we gonna do about chewing?" Yeah. They're like, let's fuck it up. Let's put the dumbest thing in there. Let's make that the complication. Yeah, yeah do it. Put it in their face. You know, that's one thing. Okay, so I have an issue, and I would like to talk to the developer <laughs> about putting bones on the outside of the human body. More R&D. More yeah. R&D. I'm, why? I'm, I'm pro exoskeletons. Why? <laughs> oh, that's not what you want. No, no, no. <laughs> why, why in the world would they put bones on the outside of, of the body? Right, just dangling some of them. Right, like, so there's... Stalactites. Talking, about, stalactites. talking about teeth. I'm talking yeah. about teeth. Yeah, teeth are dumb. I don't we've understand. Done, we've discussed this before, but God damn it, go off. So I was I was born with not the greatest uh, teeth, and it was just you know my lot in this life. I, I was, like your teeth. I well, thank you, but they I would they were just fucked from the beginning, and so here we are. My my enamel is wafer thin. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's perforated. It's like so a screen door. <laughs> my, my my I barely have any enamel, so. If I don't take hyper care of my teeth, they end up going bad. Mm. And they have in many ways. Anyways, last week, I was eating toast, 
and uh, I don't know, just doing my thing. And it, it wasn't even hard toast. It was soft toast. <laughs> and I broke a tooth eating toast. Fuck. Yeah, it was a wisdom tooth mm-hmm. in the upper left hand toast. of my face on toast. I know. Toast. That fucker. There's only a third of it left, I would say. Mm. And that third is also broken, but it's now wedged <laughs> into the hole. But it made my toes curl. But it's protect. <laughs> it's protecting me. So as long as it doesn't, I have to rinse with peroxide several times a day. <laughs> I mean, I've got this like hyper vigilant uh, oral care thing going on right now, using a lot of herbs, which is how I avoid having to see the dentist. Although my teeth are breaking, you know. But anyways, yeah. so I'm doing fine now. Last week was about five days of absolute uh, rough, hell. I had lightning in my face. So is what it felt uh, like. My, I know that feeling. My my left eye would not stop running. Mm-hmm. It was so intense. So here and we good are. Good luck getting her to see anybody that has like. Well, you can't be really knocked out very well. So. No, that's another issue that I have. But. But now we're getting into like HIPAA violations or something. I, I know. We don't need to talk about my my inability to be numb yeah, and shit. So weird. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but anyway, so that was my dumb cunt thing. I ate toast, broke a tooth. You did nothing wrong. Well, tooth, tooth pain sucks so bad. Oh, it's, it's awful. Like, it's like the worst kind of pain. I, that lightning you were talking yeah. about. I had that shit going on when my wisdom teeth betrayed me, mm-hmm. and I finally was like, "Fine, I'll get them out," you know, because mm-hmm. they were like literally compressing that TMJ nerve and just oh, yeah. like beep, beep. I had the eye watering oh, thing yeah, going on dude. too, and I was like, "Fuck." Well, my <laughs> my left nostril would not qu- quit running. In fact, at one point, I was sitting there smoking. Which also was painful, but I was sitting there smoking a cigarette with my head stuffed up the fireplace, and I had toilet paper smashed into my left nostril hanging out of my face because I was tired of wiping it. And Zach saw me, and he said something about, so glad I love you so much, or something. He I said that remember. to me. Like, I'm so glad you love me. Oh. It's like, yeah. Anyways, he said something, and it was funny. I think I just looked at you and laughed. Oh. Well, I had, I had tissue I dangling you. out of my face. Yeah. So my left eye is running, running, running. My left ear feels like I broke my eardrum. My left nostril won't stop running. My mouth is like throbbing. (laughs) So I'm sitting there and I'm like, I can't, I can't do anything. And then I'm like, but I have to. I have to stand up, I have to walk around, I have to move. You still put five minutes of, of good quotes and found cool quotes for us last week. I did, I did. Despite being in the midst of that. And I did, uh, I did, uh, Dipshit files too. Yeah, you did. Because yeah. you're a fucking warrior. You're just warrior. really sad on one side for a yeah, while. Yeah, <laughs> one side of my face was pretty pissed. You you do just work through the stuff. It's oh. really impressive. It's both of you guys are actually like that. Good. Good. I'm shits. not like that, dude. I'm a bitch. I watched you do it. <laughs> We've talked about it on the show. There's probably examples where you haven't in the past, but you've done it. We've got it. Uh, but so that was that was my dumb kind this, of thing. I broke me, a tooth. This and makes here me we are. ask. Yeah dumb that's just all your fault it does make me want to ask hmm. like what men and women have different i mean if you get cut we both are going to feel that pain we have that in common we have mm-hmm. the, the tooth payment in common mm-hmm. what's the worst i mean i think we, all guys imagine that, that it's pregnancy oh and we, child, and we, uh, no no not pregnancy or i mean uh, yeah birthing of the child <laughs> Birth. having your vagina go well i'll tell <laughs> the you the climactic had... event at the end of pregnancy right yeah, right <laughs> well, I've, I've had two children and even though she was my first child, she was less painful than my son. Huge head. He got. He was basic. It was bad. Right. It was bad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We don't, I'm just kidding. we don't really need That's to go into all that. Almost died. Well, so he just he just 
caused you a lot of pain in the very beginning so that he wouldn't have to cause you pain yeah. throughout life. Yeah, well, <laughs> he just got know, it all out of the way right at know, the start. My, my obstetrician was like, well, we probably should have opted for a C-section, but it's too late now. That's good to hear. Right? Yeah, exactly. As I'm high as a kite. As, like, the oh, nurse is, as the nurse is like pushing back on my son's head. You know, because it, he's crowning. And then the doctor comes in and says, well, we probably should have opted for a C-section, but it's too late now. Let's get this done. <laughs> she's like, get like, back in there, you well, little fucker. She's, she's trying <laughs> too to big keep, fucker. She's trying to keep me from pushing yeah. too fast so I don't tear. And yeah, when he said <sighs> that, I, I was like, ah, ah, funny. what? If the doctor had a sense of humor, he walks in there, he'd be like, you ever seen the movie Alien? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to need to do something like that. That's the kind of doctor I had, though. Nice. He, Dr. Johnson at a Rose Medical Center in Denver. He was You've told amazing. A little bit I'd appreciate if all doctors were like that. He was awesome. Like, I'm I'm that way as a patient. Like when I, I'm I'm really resistant to going to the doctor in the first place. But if mm-hmm. I ever have to and I'm in it, I'm like, well, I'm gonna make jokes the whole way through. I'm just gonna yeah. I'm gonna be a total clown because that's how I'm gonna cope with this situation. <laughs> like, I can't smoke. I can't vape. I can't do drugs. Okay. Well, we had I'm funny now. Ha ha ha. My, waka, waka. my husband at the time worked for uh, the mine. The, mi- the mining company up in um, Idaho Springs area. And so we had fantastic health insurance, mm. fantastic. And uh, we ended up with Dr. Johnson because of a family member who was friends with somebody that played for the Broncos. Nepotism. Yeah. <laughs> so we ended up with Dr. Johnson, who was actually kind of like the gynecologist, obstetrician guy. He is John Elway's gynecologist? For their Hustle. wives. For the Broncos' wives, right. so there was a lot of them that came to this. His doctor. wife too. So he was—he had a great sense of humor. He was a giant man. I think he was six six. Oh he boy, was huge. Let me get up in there for you. He did. Yeah, that's, that's just it. That guy was up there, up inside me, up to his elbow, trying to save my I'll life. I'll kill him. Oh wait, trying to save my life. <laughs> it was—it was a very weird. Uh, I don't rem- remember what it looked like, but I know my dad. Uh, and was in there. I don't know why he was in there. It was awful. Uh, and my ex-husband... He was probably traumatized, but I'm sure he did his best to help traumatize you. <laughs> my <laughs> husband at the time also... W- everyone was traumatized that was in that room. Hmm. Yeah. Absolutely traumatized. You, I'm, I'm was, traumatized and I wasn't even there. Yeah. <laughs> have, have you told some of the story here? Mm-mm. No, I don't think I've ever told the story anywhere except for just... I don't think I've ever told it on, on recording. Maybe, maybe in the future, if that's yeah, something they want to absolutely. talk about, because that's a pretty crazy story. Yeah, we could talk about that. I'm very thankful to have the boy that I have, and oh, I'm man. thankful that I made it through. Oh man! Although both I did, of those statements couldn't be more true. Although I do, I do wonder. I mean, I had a such an out of body experience that I was watching the goings on from the, the ceiling. Yeah, you fucking I, died. And no. then <laughs> w- there was a lady with me. And we then were you both undied. Watching. I know. You're undead. Well, now well, we're telling the story. Do you like brains? <laughs> yeah. Story. I mean, it's no. There's more to it. Yeah, there is. That's that's but crazy that was though the big, when you, when you witness yourself part, yeah. in your life, whether I, it's in your mind or if it's something. I crazy. felt what well, mm. was weird because I was so detached that I felt so bad for that woman, even though I knew that woman was me. Right. I was watching what was going on, and I'm like, that poor thing. Did you feel that like that poor body? <laughs> <laughs> Man, do you remember? much of your conscious state besides that what do you mean do you do or do you remember having like an umbilical cord or anything or any kind of attachment to yourself no you know what it felt like you know when you're on uh there's a ride at six flags or any amusement park where you're strapped in to the ride itself yeah but you're actually 
you're sitting in a chair, but the whole you're not in a train. You're actually sitting. You're you're hanging from the train. Oh yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Where your feet are dangling and yep. you're hanging from. Okay, and you're so like, I wish I tied my shoes better. <laughs> that ki- is kind of what it felt like when you're tipped forward and you're facing the ground, and it stops. <laughs> you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Yeah. So you're you're strapped in. the The rails are above you, and you're going backwards. And then all of a sudden the ride stops and your arms and your feet are like dangling down. That feeling that you get of just like being you're like in a baby harness. <laughs> it's like, oh God. Yes. <laughs> that's what I felt like. Huh. But I was not strapped into anything. I was just like, I don't know, attached to the ceiling up in the corner of the room with a woman. I don't know who the woman that's was. That's weird ass like ethereal physics. Like how come that works? Yeah. But I just remember both of us felt so bad for that girl. The girl was me. Right. But I was watching what was going on, and uh, yeah, it was chaos. It's interesting to read about or listen to people speak about their near-death experiences when they get to that point, because that's, you know, I've had a few experiences where I tripped out or Mm -hmm. something happened where I saw some shit where it's like, did I die? Well, you know, the funny thing about that is um, after that incident, I remember that, and then I don't know how, but I ended up back not at the ceiling and back in my body I guess but I was kicking at the doctor as hard as I could as much as I could and I was screaming at him and calling him every name in the book because the pain was so bad because you were certain of that yeah absolutely I mean I was so while I was doing it I was ashamed of myself because I'm like oh my god that's so disrespectful, but I couldn't stop myself from screaming profanities at this man because the pain was so fucking intense. <laughs> That's awesome. You just lashed out. Oh, <laughs> like God. you nearest target. Fuck you. <laughs> well, this is your fault. Well, he was <laughs> I, twist to the story. There was like nurses, and he was doing stuff. He was like, it felt like he was like, I don't even know. It felt like he was cutting me apart mm. down in the nether regions. Oh, it was boy. just awful. Come to find out, he was the next day. um, I'm all stitched up. There was placenta, placenta previa. No, Uh, I forget what it's called. But anyways, my placenta didn't detach. That's a plus three health potion in Starfield. Actually, (laughs) I can't remember what it's called. My placenta didn't remove itself, so I was just bleeding out. So the doctor had to go in and massage my uterus. But they usually do it from the outside, so I'll it's like they're it's like they're Sorry. punching you. Is what it feels like they're punching you, but they're massaging really hard to get your uterus to contract, mm-hmm. so the placenta will be released. There, it wasn't being released, and it got to the point where the doctor actually had to massage from the outside, go up inside with both hands, and massage. You know, and this Whoa. is football guy, right? With yeah. the big old fucking mitts. And from Whoa. what I was told by my dad and my husband at the time, he was up there to his elbow. This man's hands could palm a basketball. He was a huge guy. <clears throat> and it traumatized both these men in my life because I'm not a big person. I'm five foot right. three, you yeah. know. So it was really weird seeing this huge, huge human just buried in me. Just making Ooh, 42. <laughs> Let me get up in there. <laughs> he He's saved like, sock puppet, everyone. <laughs> I know, but he saved me though, um, because I was bleeding profusely, and he did save me. And there was a big issue afterwards where I had—I mean, it's a long story, but the thing is, the next morning after I was all sewed up and fixed up, because there was a lot of sewing that had to happen after all of that. 
uh, he came in to check on me. The nurses were in there. They were in there like every 15 minutes, which is unheard of. That's a bad sign. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Checking on me every 15 minutes. And I was so irritated because they kept waking me up. They're like, we have to do this. You know, we like, have where's to, my coffee? Where's my cigarette? We Shut have the fuck to up. make sure to that I just want a cigarette. I've had the baby. I want a cigarette now. It's been 10 months. I'll trade the baby for a court for a pack of smokes. So, we used to smoke in hospitals. Come on. The doctor came in to check on me and he told me, you know, about my outcome. And we had this whole conversation and then it was ending and he was just about ready to leave the room. And I said, hey, doc, I really want to apologize for my behavior yesterday. I'm really, really sorry. That is so unlike me. And he looked at me. Here's the O. Henry twist. He was so confused, and he kind of had this grin on his face. He said, what are you talking about? And I said, you know what I mean. I mean, I know that you probably are abused by patients, and um, it, I understand that. Having worked in the hospital atmosphere myself, I get it, but I'm not an abuser. I'm not the kind of person that abuses the, the, the medical staff. That's just not who I am. And I'm really sorry for the things I said, and I hope I didn't hurt you when I kicked you. <laughs> and he looked at me and he said, when are you talking about? And I said, there was a moment where, I don't know what you were doing, but the pain was so fucking intense. And I looked at him and he was so confused. And I said, you were doing stuff down there. You were, I don't know what you were doing, but it was insanely painful. And he said, my dear, you were passed out. And I said, no. And he said, yes, <laughs> you were not conscious at all. Huh. So you said nothing and you did nothing. So don't apologize for that. And then he let it go and he moved on. And I was like, well, that fucks my brain what? up real good. What the fuck just happened to me? And my husband at the time looked at me. And he said, what the fuck are you talking about? Oh, man. And I said, I swear. And he said, you're fucking nuts. Well, that's mm-hmm. not a great response. I'm like, right. I'm not nuts. I, just I was, was dying. I had a death and near death experience. <laughs> I was dying. He's like, yeah, you were dying, but you were out. You were gray. I find it really hard to judge people that are in the dying process yeah. of what they saw. No, you didn't. You that dummy. is one Fuck thing. You. That, right. That Shut is up. one thing that really kind of scared my husband at the time and my father is that I was gray, laying there, mouth was open, gray. I didn't look alive. Uh. So um, it's hard to keep up your uh, alien camouflage right. when you're in the throes of <laughs> <laughs> starting to glitch out a little bit. Anyways, there's a lot more to that story, but that's the story in a nutshell. Crazy. Tooth pain, still not that painful. Yeah, that's what. Uh, so when I was in the kitchen, man. Thursday, I think. I think it was Thursday when I was standing in the kitchen, and I'm humming because the pain was pretty intense <laughs> and I'm shuffling from foot to foot and I'm rocking back and forth and I'm waiting for the coffee and I'm like, and the boy comes in and says, how you feeling? I'm like, oh, I'm great. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, you want some Advil? I was like, nope, nope, I took some, I'm great. Just talk to me. And he's like, okay. <laughs> I so can do that, you got it. He just yeah. starts plants, talking, plants, plants. talking about plants. Oh, yeah. And uh, he said, is it, how, how bad is it? And I said, it's, it's pretty good. I can't sit still. My face hurts, um, but I'm good. I don't want to talk about that because it makes it worse. Let's talk about other things. So he did. He asked me. He com- asked me to compare it. He said, uh, so is it worse than having me? And I went, oh, fuck, no. <laughs> I'll take this any day He's like, over <gasps> birthing you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> doesn't even remotely compare. Damn. Not okay. even. That is very good to know. Yes. To put it. So the lightning in your face, eye tearing, nose watering, 
pain in your ear feels like somebody's got an ice pick into your skull yeah that doesn't compare to at least my personal birthing experience with my son now my daughter that that was a little rough but it's comparable really to the tooth pain at least what I remember from birthing my daughter even though she was my first and that's usually the most difficult wrong <laughs> no so well fuck that's a hell of a dumb cunts that we just went through I think, dumb together. cunts all together dumb cunts and I forgot to uh, to time this so I have no idea where we're oh at. shit I'm, and I bloviated all no. over this episode that's you probably need a the... tissue now and I apologize well, I it's tissue. on my face <laughs> you got bloviation all over you it's placenta <laughs> <laughs> I was in that though I was like wow see the story just Ugh. god damn yeah. yeah, so it was a weird tooth pain moment. to me is, is up there with the, the worst pains of my life. Tooth pain is So to have intense. it be like, <laughs> <laughs> that's enough information yeah. to, to I think I've only been through one thing that was more painful than the worst tooth pain I've ever had. Mm. It was, uh, I had a, they thought I had a bladder infection when I was a wee lad. Uh-huh. And Instead, a squirrel was living in your pee-pee. <laughs> yeah. Just turned out I'm nuts. just, I was just, a, I've always been a stubborn idiot, even when I was a kid, and that's really what was going you on. You held it too long. I held it way too long, all the time. And, and you got a urethra cramp. And then I would, like, piss my pants because I couldn't make it to where I needed to go to pee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they're like, why do you keep doing this? And I was yeah, like, yeah, but I, you had a pelvic I, floor I was like, of I was steel. Like, you know, as a, yeah, like, as I'm, yeah, I could fucking keggle the shit out of it. <laughs> <laughs> but you could hold a pencil with your pee pee. <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of did. I make diamonds so, with my dick. <laughs> it'd be a useful skill, honestly. That would be. Um, De Beers. God, that'd be, like a, dick. that'd be like a dick. That'd be like a, a shitty superpower. You ever read this list of shitty like, You can make diamonds, but you have to pass them like kidney stones. Oh, oh would you would rather? You? Awful. No. Like, especially in the diamond market, they'll just fuck you. They're like, that's worth, you're like, oh, this is worth like 70 grand. They're like, more like $75. Like, no, the value of pissed diamonds has gone way down. <laughs> it should, though. Mm-hmm. It probably should. If you have that and non-superpower. Then you, you and they're like, me, me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These piss diamonds are going like piss crazy diamonds. in Belgium. They're just like sniffing them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Diamond dust. Oh Put it on God. a stake. <laughs> 10,000. Uh, but yeah, so I had... Uh, I wonder if anybody saved their kidney stones. I mean, those are piss diamonds. Yeah, they are. And you earned the fucking... What? I mean, I, I, wonder. I would. Could you imagine? I okay, would. so could you could you imagine proposing to your future wife... <laughs> With your own piss diamonds. <laughs> you have them set, your kidney stones set into a ring, and you're like, this is how much I love you. I know you wanted a blue tint, <laughs> but these are more of a gold. You know this what's is, a... I love you so much <laughs> that I'm going to take the most excruciatingly, excruciatingly painful experience of my entire life, and I'm going to set it into gold, and I'm going to give it to you. <laughs> because I love you, baby. I love and, you. Piss diamonds Together are forever. Says, nothing, says, <laughs> nothing says love like piss diamonds. <laughs> That's not even the weirdest thing I've seen this week. I watched a video. Oh, no. Yeah, dude, humans are fucking weird, man. We are. I watched yes. a video of, uh, it was just uh, up close, one of those, like, here's the process I went through to create this thing kind of video, which right. normally I like these things. Yeah. I'm like, cool. They're crafting videos. Yeah. So, but the beginning of this one already had me side-eyeing it because it was a gentleman who was uh, trimming his fingernails 
and I'm like, where are we going with this? Mm-hmm. And then it where was, are we going and then it was shame? like several jump cuts of him trimming his fingernails into this like glass jar. Oh no, he so, shaved his nail clippings. So he had a bunch of nail clippings, and then when that. he had a good whack of them, right? He he, them. he put them into a coffee grinder, a blender, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yep. Blended them up Then he put them into Like a a finer Fucking blender For a long time Made like dust out of them My body's just Slowly retching into a Oh, just position. buckle up, buddy. It gets oh, better. No. And then he's and putting then, it in his dick hole. And then, and no, then, he's blending then, it into a smoothie for the collagen. And then he fucking puts it into like this homemade press that he made out of a fucking um, like a bolt and a nut. Yeah. And, and like presses it all down in there, and all like the moisture that was left oh, squeezed out. What? And pre- so he presses Trial it. Then error. he puts it into the oven. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> the Trial what and what error the fuck is going process. on here? So he takes it out of the oven. Love it. And he takes the the press apart and dumps it out. And he inside had apparently shaped it to the shape of a diamond. He literally pressed his fingernail dust. And baked all the moisture out and solidified it like it was in a fucking kiln. And then this motherfucker set it into a ring. It hmm. was like this brownish colored fucking diamond shaped fingernail. Du- yeah. Why brown? Because he baked it. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> and some lucky gal <laughs> got his fingernail like dust diamond. Is... I was like, that's enough internet Sit for today. I prefer <laughs> a piss diamond over a fingernail dust diamond. That's I guess fucked so. up. I'm not sure either one of yeah, I, forgot. I don't know. You... Piss diamond, you know? There's hooks on it at least. Yeah, well, it's, it's sterile. <laughs> It oh. Yep. Did yeah. you know? And I'm like, why? Who? Gross. What? I have so many questions, and I don't want answers to any of them. Like, it's <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I'm mad at the questions. <laughs> okay, I'm, like, I'm, I'm mad that you caused me to have these questions. <laughs> the fact that I've got this neuron trail in my brain oh, that's going to be there for dude. a while. It's just, I was like, <laughs> I can't even save this video to show it to people because I don't want to be responsible oh. for. Well, I guess I'm just gonna verbally ejaculate it all over everybody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I had a mental image going pretty uh, good there. Uh, it was like one of those things that made my teeth sweat. You know? Oh yeah, I was I like, yeah. It's kind of like the yeah. That's my response to anything like a fork scraping on a plate. Yeah. That's wrong. Everything about it's wrong. 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 I have my face is sweating. Stop doing that. I'm salivating for not the right reasons. <laughs> a sound that causes only your face to sweat. Yes. <laughs> avoid, avoid. It's pretty much any straight song, honestly. So I, <laughs> so, My goodness. So circling back, because that was a fun little rabbit hole, but bleh. Um, yeah. So I so I held my pee too long. Piss <laughs> <laughs> diamonds, yes. My, my piss diamonds. And, I think this uh, is my favorite dumb cunt so far. <laughs> <laughs> so so I, me being a kid, they're like, "Why is this happening?" And I'm like, "I can't hold it." And they're like, "What do you mean?" I'm like, "I can't I can't hold it, and it just comes out." And they're like, "Well, this kid's got a problem. We got to take him to the doctor." Right. <laughs> so I do, and they're like, "Well, <coughs> could be a bladder infection. We got to get up in there and see what's going on." Fun and. My, I was freaked out by this. I'm like, I don't want to do whatever they're going to do to me. This is horrifying. I want to go home. And my, and and they explained to me. They're like, we're going to send a tube, with a, a camera, mm-hmm. uh, and some fluid, uh-huh. up up through your wiener, uh-huh. 
and all the way up into your bladder and we're going to see what's going on and you can watch it on the screen and I'm like I don't fuck I want to I don't want to watch it <laughs> I, 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 I pass on that whole thing <laughs> and and because I'm like I'm like I that's can? can I have candy I'm like it's that's like, no, that's an exit that. shoot we're not to be putting things up there can we have yeah. a DVD version later so I can watch it again yeah, I'm like, that don't you like, know this is why I have this problem right I'm like, that sounds <laughs> like it's that. that sounds like it's going to be very painful and or I might be into it and my life will be ruined so <laughs> also yeah. you'll probably find fi- you'll find five G.I. Joe's and a couple marbles up right. there. Yeah, so I don't watch that. You can't find my secret stash. Um, <laughs> remember yeah. fingernail guy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, no shit. Oh. They're just trying to... his fingernail. Oh. They're just sliding. <laughs> they're, just, they're just trying to steal my piss diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're about, doctor man. Yeah, so... I'm like, no, that's going to hurt horribly. I don't want to do that. And, they, and then they're like, no, it won't hurt. We're going to give you some general anesthetic. You won't... You'll be awake, but you won't. It's going to be fine. It's not going to hurt. It's always and, a lie. That's and, always yeah. a lie. And and they told my dad this. And my dad doesn't fucking know. So my dad's telling me because like I'm I've been a daddy's boy forever. So my Twilight dad doesn't my dad mean is, no pain, dude. My dad is promising me. He's like he's like it's not going <clears> to <throat> hurt, but oh, you're going to be fine. And I'm like okay, dad. Oh, you know. So they lay me down on my thing. side. And and they go in there and there's not variable sizes of these fucking hoses by the way, yeah. there's just the size that it is and I'm a child right so they start yarding this thing up in there and this was the day I found out that general anesthetic my system burns it off like you oh. and me both it yep. doesn't work yeah so I they start going up there and I'm screaming like wow. I just like whole world exploded mm-hmm. into the worst pain I've ever felt and they're like the doctor was getting pissed off like testy because he's like this fucking kid you know uh-huh. he's being a little bitch and, and my dad goes getting pissed because he's like you because i'm looking at my dad crying uh-huh. and i'm like you lied to me and oh. like my dad's just like i have to kill somebody now that's what yeah. that's yeah. the only solution to the pain that i'm feeling the pain that i had in my dick almost compared to the pain he felt in his heart at that moment i'm sure <laughs> yeah. but but it was a astonishingly painful i remember oh. every vivid detail of mm-hmm. of the whole thing i remember like I tried to move my big toe uh-huh. a little bit and it was just like my whole body was being electrocuted like it was just yeah uh, it was like I was sweating shaking and they're pumping me full of of not water but kind of you yeah. know whatever solution they're putting up in there and, and they're like I'm like why are you doing that they're pumping me full like IV bags full of this shit and they're like you need to we need you to pee Right. And I'm like, I cannot because there's a fucking hose. <laughs> uh-huh. And they're like, no, no, just pee like you normally would and it'll all come back out. And I'm like, nope, does not compute. <laughs> oh. So they packed me full of like almost two IV bags worth of fucking solution. And My I still wouldn't. And I know I could see story. it. And I was like, I still couldn't pee. So finally, my dad was just like, now nah, we're done. You know, he's like, take it out. And, and they're like, well, no. And he's like, no, take it out right now. So they just like, like yard. I swear it was ribbed. I don't know if oh. it really was, but that's how it felt, you know. And so they just yard this thing out. And I spring up off the table and I'm like, where's the bathroom? <laughs> and I went in there and peed for like fucking 10 minutes. Oh. Just all that shit they pumped me up full of. But yeah, worst pain. That's still my number Did they one. ever figure out what was wrong? All that for nothing? All that for nothing. Well, they found out that I didn't have a bladder infection. Yay. Yay. <laughs> they could have just had you pee in a cup for that. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, I feel the same way. Oh, my wow. gosh. <laughs> yep. that's, that's the universe like, hi, shit. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? They gave me a teddy bear. 
<laughs> with well, the, that makes up for it. No with a, that had a T-shirt with the name of the fucking clinic <laughs> on it. And you peed on that, huh? Oh, the things I did to that teddy bear! <laughs> My God, I remember I had a bunk bed, and mm-hmm. I remember laying on the bottom bunk, and there's like the crossbars above, you know. Mm-hmm. I'd like put his <laughs> neck through there and fucking hang on yeah. it. Like, Die, teddy bear! <laughs> <laughs> this is for what you did to my dick. <laughs> well, you know what's I feel for you because <laughs> thank you. <laughs> there has not been. I don't. I think there was only one surgery that I've had that I didn't wake up in the middle of. Yeah, yeah. So there was one. Um, this is my least favorite dump counts now. <laughs> all the pain. Well, ruined you know, it. <laughs> it's just I know it's an it's a, it's an anomaly, but it's not. I don't think it's as big an anomaly as we currently think it is, or we used to think it was, um, because doctors, the doctors, even though it took seven nurses to hold me down <laughs> when I was eight years old, um, it's just it's going straight, Samson. They <laughs> did. Oh, I wa- well, they, I want to tear down the fucking temple. Let's go. People well, are they strong. They don't want to fucking go. I was eight, stuff. and I was told later that it took seven nurses to hold me down mm-hmm. while they were trying to. The anesthesiologist was trying to pump me full of more of stuff. Um, Plus, you're a biter. Well, the first, I couldn't. I had a, I had a fucked up face, oh, so right. they were trying yeah. to do plastic surgery on my face. I tried to joke, but that's. <laughs> I do recognize that is the story. So the <laughs> first, I don't think I woke up during the first surgery, the first round when they had to do all the like work just to repair the open wounds. I don't think I woke up during that one, but I did wake up in the subsequent surgery when they went back in. Fuck. And I've, I think I've awakened during every surgery since. I woke up during my tubal ligation. I woke up during my tonsillectomy. I wonder if something happened in that first one. I don't like, know. I, I don't know, but things. I do know that anesthesiology, I burn off so fast. Mm-hmm. The problem is, and the way they explained it to me was, maybe it's anxiety. They think it's stress and anxiety. Every what time they, think. they seem to say that. So stress and anxiety. <laughs> um, going in, stress and anxiety, uh, in order to get me to go out, they have to pump me full, full of quite a bit. The problem is I'm burning it off quickly. Right. That's, so such a, that's such a crazy a job. Real, that's why they get paid so much. Is right. It's like you're right on the line of dying is where they take you to. Right. right. <clears throat> well, the problem like is, you, it's like fucking okay. I have to remember the textbook real that's, quick. That's just it. <laughs> I'm a I'm a weird person. I don't feel stressed and anxious. Right. You know, but in order to get me to go out, they have to put whatever in to bring me to that point, and I'm burning it off as they're putting it in. And they have to put in way more than they normally would right. for someone else. Right. And, and so that shit's expensive, wife. The Christ challenge. <laughs> the challenge so is, they have to. Uh, and then I wake up, you know, because they don't believe me I when I go in to talk to the doctors and tell them what's going on. Nobody ever believes ever that Dentists, doctors, no one believes me when I say that shit doesn't work for me until they experience it. And they're like, oh, that's <laughs> right. She said it. And at this point, I'm like, fuck all of you guys and <laughs> yeah, the pain no you're giving me. Just so, tell them to give you ketamine next time. Well, the, <laughs> K-hole me, doc. <laughs> <laughs> the, I feel bad because in California, the one time I've been around you in the flesh for this kind of oh, thing. Oh, yeah. Well, a couple times now, mm-hmm. but really one time where it was like, okay, we're going to try it. I'm like, you know, med- modern medicine. Right. You know, we're in well, San Francisco, bro. When I put <laughs> that knife, I put a knife through my hand trying to shuck oysters. I'm talking, yeah, well, there's another one too, but go ahead. Which one was that? Uh, the... 
where we had to test the heart stuff. Oh for a yeah, bit. that was yeah. But it was because of the dentist, mm -hmm. and because you've tried, you're like, yeah. look, I want to. Yes. I was blessed with these teeth. I'd yep. like something to do. do I've that. tried. And the doctor's like, I, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> and then in the middle of some shit, he's like, I care a lot now. Yes. Because you were right. You were right. Sorry, I didn't listen to you. And now you need to go. <laughs> now check. you're going to the ER. Yeah. Yes. And spooky i know well like like when i put the knife through my hand and i went to the er just i went to the er because i needed sutures and it was you would have stitched yourself up <laughs> i well i would have the problem was i kept feeling like i was gonna pass out <laughs> did you leave the knife in or did you take it out no i i left it in for a second yeah. because it went through and i'm like when i pull this out i'm gonna bleed like a fucking stuck pig yeah so i stood there and I used my elbow and turned the colder water on and was like, ah, uh, I need some help over here. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. And then I pulled, yeah. then I pulled the knife out because I'm like, oh, raw fish. Yeah. Raw that, fish. Yeah. Oh, oh no. Yeah. So I pulled the knife out and then started bleeding everywhere. And I thought I was going to pass out. So I <laughs> sat on the floor and was pressing my hand with a something cloth. To, I don't know what it was. As hard as a I raw could. Raw fish cloth. And I said, I got to go to the ER now because of raw fish that sucks so we went to the er your, your dad drove through every damn light <laughs> in that big old truck of his oh that's funny well we got the only there vehicle we had. he was just mauling through through it. when uh we went to the back he said okay well i'm gonna go ahead and and get you numbed up and then we're gonna suture that clothes you're gonna need about four sutures and i'm like don't even worry about the numbing just make sure it's clean <laughs> and just go for it we're and he looked at me and I'm like I got a badass wife. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and he looked at me like I had lost my fucking mind. He marbles. sure did. It was like his first like week on the I job. I know. I'm not sure what man. it was, but I'm like it, that stuff doesn't work on me. And he said, "Oh, well, you know, we're going to have to irrigate it." And I said, "I'm fully aware of that, but the numbing, the the lidocaine and all the stuff that you're going to want to use does not work for me." Well, he didn't believe me. No, so he didn't. came in and he injected Well, we're going to give that a little bit of time. How does that feel? It's like I can still feel it. Yep. And he's still feeling hurts. around. So he comes in, does, what did he do, three rounds? It was a lot, yeah. It was like, I, he's like, by the last time, he's like, Phew. I know, he, but by the last time, he's like, you you still feel that? And I went, how about how about I say I don't? And then you just suture <laughs> just, me. Just, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> he said, but do you really feel that? And I went, yes, I do. And I don't care. Just suture it. It's not going to work on me. So he did. <laughs> yeah. You know, hardcore, and it was just funny because he didn't. Nobody ever believes me. I know. So yeah. I think and so. This that's is, why you avoid going. To I them hate now because you're going to wake up in the midst of something because uh -huh. they're not giving you any kind of credibility. Yeah, and it's not like it shows up on your chart. Well, I had that's I had two root canals, uh, in one day because I didn't want to have to go to the dentist over and over and over again. So when I this was back in twenty. 2007 I think two thousand seven two thousand six. And I went in and I had two root canals done. <clears throat> and the dentist, <laughs> poor guy, I told him you he punched didn't... him in a dick. No, no, no. I told him he didn't believe me. He kept trying to inject it, you know, same thing. He wasn't believing me. And so finally I was I lied to him and I said, Nope, don't feel that. Nope, don't feel it at all. Ugh. Because I knew he was gonna keep trying. And so he's doing the first root canal. And he sees the, t the tears running out of my eye into my ear. And he says, are you okay? And I've got the rubber dam, you know. Yep. Nope. And so I'm like, uh-huh. You know, and, and he says, you're crying. Do you feel that? And I was like, uh-uh. 
Cheers of joy. <laughs> Happy and to so be he's, here. <laughs> he's and so he's continuing. And during this period of time, this poor dentist, he knew he was hurting me, because they they I guess they're taught to read body language and certain things. He knew I was feeling pain. As you're punching him in the dick, he's like, I don't think she I, likes this at I all. I was sitting very very still, but I was gripping the arms of the chair. So he was probably knew that I was feeling it. So anyways. Densing them to this day. (laughs) (laughs) He keeps them as like, I got to listen sometimes to these people. Finally, it got too intense because it felt like I was being electrocuted in my lip and my chin. So I had to say something. And he stopped and he said, I knew that you were feeling pain. And so he says, okay, let's get that. Let's get that. Well, no, he said something. And I can't remember exactly. But anyways, when he stopped, he said, I knew you were feeling pain. And then he started saying something to the dental assistant. And the look on her face was like, oh, shit. (laughs) So a burr had gotten caught up in the little Dremel, whatever it is that they use to drill out your tooth. It had heated up a portion of the edge or something. And it had melted the rubber dam to my lip. (laughs) Fuck. So, real quick, Fuck. would you guys agree that that Monique's aversion to going to the doctor is pretty valid? Fucking, valid, like so valid. He felt so bad, and I, you know, I'm like, dude, it happens. It's okay. I don't care. Get the root canals done. You can't numb me. Please listen to me next time. Nine out of ten people would lawsuit the fuck out of that guy, right? I felt so bad. He felt. I mean, I felt bad for him. Because yeah. he called me the next day on my cell phone. Oh, I bet. He personally gave me a call and said, how are you doing? He tortured your ass. And he you, said- You were like, it's good for me. He said, I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't sleep last night. I felt I so yeah. guilty for what you experienced. And I said, it's not your fault. Mm. And he said- it kinda oh. is. <laughs> he said, I, I burned you. And I said, it's, it's not your fault. Also, you didn't listen to me. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's not your fault. I'm fine. I'm fine. Um, he said, well, how are those pain meds treating you? And I was like- uh, also, those don't work. <laughs> you know, you know. Well, he knew that. You know, he wanted to know how it was, and I said I, they don't. They don't do anything for me. Advil does the best. He's like, can I ask you a personal Anti-inflammatory question? Anti-inflammatory does on, best on this planet, because <laughs> all the other humans do it just. Fine. You yeah. turned a little gray when I was melting your face. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, there is one thing that worked for me, in a weird way. But the only thing that I've experienced any pain reliever that worked for me was Demerol. Hmm. That's the hardcore shit, isn't it? Yes, but I think it I think it affects different receptors. Mm. You know, pain receptors, I think. But that that worked for me uh one time. And it was like it was Oh, this is this is what it feels like to have a procedure and not be like tortured. Yeah, you know. Man. So anyways, yeah, I have that there's one there's one hardcore pain med that works well on me mm-hmm. like like very well. Mm-hmm. Ironically, the the one that my mother's deathly allergic to. Oh wow! So they didn't really want to give it to me, but I, wow, they did dude. when I was about to get my appendix out because mm-hmm. it was like what they had on the night shift or something. I don't know. I was like, that seems weird. <laughs> it <laughs> does. Like, Sorry, but, it's not on the but menu. But they but they gave it to me, and I was just like, huh. Fuck yeah, more. Let's do that again. I like that. My, <laughs> no- my the tip of my nose is itchy. Is that normal? He's like, yeah. I was like, <laughs> do you uh, do you remember see. what it was? Yeah, it was. Um, God, I can never remember it when I need to, but it's gonna come to me later. Okay. It was if you rattle some off, I could probably tell you which one it is, but it's like it's it's not morphine. Crack, crack cocaine. It's uh, it's definitely crack cocaine. That's the one. So it's not an opiate then. <laughs> it's uh, uh, I think Does it, it is. Does it have a in? <laughs> Maybe, 
God, I can't remember. It'll come to me and I'll blurt it out. But but I was like, fuck yeah, that's the good stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like that shit works. Yeah. But yeah, similar to you, pain mm-hmm. meds like some some like I I can take some pain meds and they'll. You told us what you took. It's the stuff that they give people like end of life kind of stuff, isn't it? Like the Maybe. hardcore. What's it starts with a D. It's not Demerol. Delauded. No. Delauded. Yeah. That's the that's, only thing yeah. that helps my mother. Yeah, Delauded kicks but that's like, ass. That's yeah, like I've never Pokemon. had. I've never had Delauded. Come on, crack. I'm a dumb person. <laughs> I've never had Delauded, but that's the only thing that took my mom's pain away was Delauded. Yeah. Um, it almost killed was... my mom. <laughs> so I gave it to her, and she was like, "Oh, <laughs> it's, it's the, the hardcore shit." Yeah. And when when the... morphine doesn't work, right? When morphine, from not... what I understand, so basically. I don't know a lot about pain meds, but I. It, from I do. What Here, I, listen to me. From mm-hmm. what I understand, you've got uh, Dilaudid on one side and morphine on the other. And so going after different places in the right. brain. Yeah. So Dilaudid. They gave me morphine. I wouldn't let them give me a lot because yeah. I was like, I don't, I don't really want it, and I know it's going to show up on my bill. Right. And, and my neighbors and, are crackhead, and, and, and they'll like, just offer it to me it, later. It did work, but just for a short period of time. Yeah. Like it was just like a like I just burn, burned I burned it through off, it. Right. But Delauded, I was like, fuck, yeah. <laughs> like, oh. that shit worked. Because <laughs> so, yeah, like, like you said, I was like, that's what this feels like. Oh, right. nice. <laughs> Demerol did that for me. Um, it didn't last very long, mm-hmm. but it worked for me to relieve the pain in the moment. Nice. So that was good. Well, fuck. But anyways, that, that we're, we're supposed to be talking about dumb cunts. That was dumb cunts. I broke a tooth <laughs> on self-toast. I feel like when we talk about... <laughs> <laughs> I hurt my tooth. My first tooth that I hurt, I've hurt two, uh, was on a chip. Oh, you're just a pup. <laughs> yeah. I but. popped out one of my little fillings yesterday <laughs> when I was flossing, which seems like injustice. Totally. Yeah. You're like, I'm doing the thing that's, that's right rude. for me. They told me to that's do it. Fucking that's disrespectful. Fucking disrespectful. Aggressive <laughs> disrespect. So disrespectful. <laughs> All right. So I'm like, man, I got to go get that filling redone. God damn it. Bullshit. It is. <laughs> Teeth are a thing that I mean we've talked about. I think this teeth here. are dumb. Complain Agreed. to the boss man when you meet him or her yeah. or it. We should just, just have like lasers in our mouth that vaporize our food. Fuck yeah. Why didn't <laughs> why, why didn't we just have ridges of bone? Why separate mm-hmm. individual bones that like replace themselves once only? And that have then bacteria can get up in there. There's gotta be a cool evolution. They're, they're covered reason. by like weird skin tissue. I mean, why not just a ridge of skull? I don't know. It's cause just of, one ridge. It's because one of our it's our ancestors that had a bunch of cracked out holes in their teeth instead of the ridge. Or why can't it just be sex. a better design? Like make them fucking indestructible. Why can't they be like baleen <laughs> yeah. whales? You know, <laughs> it's needles. They're it's needle teeth. Oh. Making, making out would be really interesting. I know. <laughs> We're stuck together again. Like a, okay, so how about a like crocodile where they just kind of rotate? And you always have a fresh set. I mean, mine kind of look like they do. Well, that. why don't we, <laughs> that would be so much better to have just this rotating, uh, you know, audience of teeth. They just they just come out. Did you know there's a, did you know there's a small fraction of the population that get their wisdom teeth removed and then years later they grow back again? What? No. Yeah, like full ass adults. With some wow. teeth out, and then there's like so there's a percentage of people. I met somebody that had it happen, and I was like, no fucking way. That's crazy. She was like, yeah, I got them removed, and then like two years later, they started growing in again, and I was like, wow. fucking what? No, that does not how that works. And then I went and looked it up, and I was like, I'll be damned. <laughs> well, <laughs> I was I was born with three. <coughs> only, I was gonna say only three wisdom teeth. Oh really? 
Um, this my lower left side doesn't doesn't even have a wisdom tooth. <laughs> my lower right side had one that was not impacted, um, which is now mostly gone. And then my upper left side is the one that I have a third of. The upper right side came in beautifully. It was fine. Mm. But then I got a cavity in it, and I was seven months pregnant with my son, and uh, I was in Idaho Springs and saw the dentist there, and they, of course, the whole situation with being pregnant, high-risk pregnancy, all that stuff, they couldn't. So he just pulled it for me. Hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, my, my he rubbed He rubbed some Ambisol on it and then pulled it. Yeehaw. Because he couldn't give me any payments. <laughs> Yeehaw. Yeah, Ambisol my, and yank that fucker out. My top two wisdom teeth grew in perfectly straight, like straight down, mm-hmm. but they grew in about a centimeter longer than the rest of my molars. Oh, so you couldn't close your mouth. And, and they had like fang tips on the inside yep. that pointed right at my lower mm-hmm. molars, and I would grind my teeth in my sleep. So I'm just sitting there like fucking grinding mm-hmm. holes in my lower molars with these <laughs> fucking wisdom fangs. Mm-hmm. Didn't sound very wise to me. Nope. Dumb well, as shit. I think that is part of another part of my issue is that I, I don't think I grind my teeth, but I grit. So when I wake up in the morning, my glo- my jaws are clenched. My jaws, both of them. Both, all your jaws. Every single <laughs> jaw all, you all have. All my jaws. <laughs> when I wake up in the morning, I have a clenched jaw. And I have yeah. since... Uh, it's just I came here doing that, I guess. Mm, I don't same. remember not. They, well, not the clenching. I grind too, but oh. but like my whole my cheeks on the inside, uh-huh, right, line, right where my teeth come together, uh-huh. all scar tissue. Uh-huh. I just I just ripped one open a couple nights ago. It's like just now healing because I was in my sleep like <laughs> fuck, fuck cheeks. I never liked them. Crashing only I'm with your face. I'm eating my own cheeks. I'm fucking hungry. I feel that. Well, what do you say we move on to another segment? Okay. If this has been. The, I don't know why we're still talking about. We're just the personal trauma and ouchies special it's fun uh, it yeah, it's been be. fun. I've, I've enjoyed it i mean it, it's been reveling in your pain but i mean i've enjoyed it thank you what's better I than keep, that i think the greatest conversations i forget the ones that we have i forget that i'm sitting behind a microphone yeah yeah we like those i do holy shit there's a microphone here. yeah that's yeah. that's how it's I like oh shit back like, in oh, the room <laughs> whoopsie yeah well let's do a quick brainy meets we've got a few more segments to go <laughs> but let's get to some brainy meets now let's do something constructive for our brainy meets. It's time for thinky things. All right, so this time we're going to do something different. And I'm going to pick I don't it. like change. I want to change a little bit. <laughs> but since we're looking for wisdom, it's like, wow. Oh, no, I'm anxious. <laughs> Instead of picking a random human being uh, in several of them, I picked one person. And a person that I care about a lot, because his book and some of his speeches and some of his words in general. Donald Trump. To me. <laughs> his name's Richard Feynman, and he was a theoretical physicist, and he was part of the Manhattan Project. He oh, did a lot of so stuff. So he just made a living playing pretend? Uh, okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> but he, he looked at the world in a, in a unique way that I think is just valuable when you're trying to figure out your life. He had a bunch of quotes. I mean, trying to mine his quotes was kick-ass. I wanted to say fun. <laughs> because there's so many, and each one of them is worth digesting, and I love talking to you guys about these things because I feel like I, I gain a, a quite a bit of insight that I wouldn't have got on my on my we, own. We digest it better because we chew it more first. You guys are chewers. You guys have, masticate. It's because we have issues with our chompers. Yep. For Christ's sake, we can't numb the bastards. Chomper problems. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had a hard time picking, and I, because we're we're rolling, because we talked about your pain mm. for so long, I want to keep it brief. But in the bonus, in the bonus today's Good bonus, luck. we'll talk about more. We can more. edit it out. 
I don't want to edit a minute of that out, I don't, except for whatever I was talking. Uh, first one, and this was probably his most famous quote. And we'll talk more about him, I guess. He, I mean, won the Nobel Prize, all that kind of stuff. The Einstein Award. Hmm? Hmm? Yeah. Hmm. Prestigious. Hmm. Prestigiosity. Got like three hmm. of those in my closet. Fucking dude. right. <laughs> These days, they just give them out. It's <laughs> just given them. But he earned his, it was like 1954 or some shit. MIT, PhD from Princeton. Quote, I would rather have questions that can't be answered than answers that can't be questioned. That's probably one of, one of his most famous Fuck quotes. Yeah. Oh, wow. Nothing to add. <laughs> That's gorgeous. Yeah. I'll read it one more time because I'm dumb. I would rather have questions that can't be answered than answers that can't be questioned. Fucking beautiful. What's the word? Prescient? For today's time. Another one that's pretty interesting to think about. Science, this is pro-science, is the belief in the ignorance of experts. Well, wait a minute, what? Science is the belief in the ignorance of experts. Meaning ah. it's set up knowing yeah. how fallible they are. Mm-hmm. The scientific method is designed to know that they're going to fuck up. Let's have yeah. more people fuck mm-hmm. up. Let's make sure that we can, you know, I think falsify. that's. I think that's. The more uh, fuck ups there are, the closer we can get to the correct answer. Yep. That's right. a very. That's a very easy pitfall in science. I think is starting to treat it like a religion, or mm-hmm. <coughs> or like it can't be. Like once you've arrived right. at a conclusion, that that is the final conclusion. Right. You know, and it's like you know that's antithetical to good science, mm-hmm. actually. And Throughout human history, experts have been whoever's in charge, whoever is in charge says they are an expert mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Like we live in a modern time where we all feel like no, that's it's not how it is. It's all meritocracy. It is. It's a lot of bureaucracy. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of nepotism. Mm-hmm. You see how corrupt our fucking human instincts are. So that's another one. I mean, just read back through history. It's you the know, history it's, of blood and it's semen. It's just always been whoever's, blood, whoever's semen, alcohol, nepotism, <laughs> bad decisions. That's all human history. Yeah. <laughs> whoever's in charge at the time pulls the person in who's the expert. Mm-hmm whoever that is, that and them they're the end-all, be-all. Yeah. And then as soon as that person's ousted, the expert's ousted with the new person that comes in, and they have their expert, and that's been going on for centuries. That's why we can, as a society, we should probably never do away with some form of meritocracy. Right. Because you're going to get better things out of some, and better, what's the word, externalities, mm-hmm. better things that accidentally happen to other people where it's like, oh, the best did that, so now we all have... Yeah, but the heart surgery that works. It's difficult yeah. to uphold a meritocracy um, because it seems like whoever's in charge is always trying to nepotism. discredit nepotism. <laughs> meritocracy. Get all nepotized in this shit. <laughs> that ain't right. <laughs> Yo, your mom's cousin, up. little nepotism. <laughs> <laughs> little nepotism never hurt anybody. <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> this one I think is really interesting, and I, I, I think about myself with this one a lot. If you can't explain something to a first-year student, then you haven't really understood. Mm. And yeah, like mm-hmm. whenever I, th- I think about the things that I believe in the world, it's like, could I explain this to someone, or am I, would I just gibber all over it? Yeah, gibberishalofies. I'm trying to figure it out, folks. <laughs> That's something I strive for, like I'm in my in my personal journey, mm-hmm. I guess, for lack of a bit more prescient word. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love uh, that word. But I, I'm always pushing myself to distill thoughts that I'm having or things that I'm pondering down to the the most digestible mm-hmm. bite that I can get mm-hmm. and it's it seems counterintuitive because it's reductive mm-hmm. in, in a sense but if you're able to take a big nebulous idea and distill it down into a 
little fingernail diamond. Mm-hmm. Then <laughs> <laughs> or a pinky diamond. You know, you'd like to look Just at it. Diamond. We then, learned about a lot of things today. <laughs> then, uh, then I think you get you get closer to the essence of the thing. Mm. And you know, I'm not an expert on anything except for cock. I'm a cockspert. Like, <laughs> <laughs> your cock, you know your cock. <laughs> yeah, just mine. But uh, you but can yeah, explain it to a first. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Yeah. Yikes! The sentence needed <laughs> to stop before Moving it ended. Wow. <laughs> Next one. Oh, you guys want to move on? Okay. <laughs> this one's a little bit longer, but it is very valuable. I think. Fall in love with some activity and do it. Nobody ever figures out what life is all about, and it doesn't matter. Explore the world. Nearly everything is really interesting if you go into it deeply enough. Work as hard and as much as you want on the things that you like to do the best. Don't think about what you want to be, but be but what you want to do. Don't think about what you want to be, but what you want to do. Mm. Keep up some kind of minimum with other things so that society doesn't stop you from doing anything at all. So. That's like my wow. fucking life motto. I right? love that. Very, put very like, eloquently. Put it on a sign. That's a big bumper sticker. Though. I would wear that on a t-shirt and no one would ever read the whole thing. <laughs> Make it really <laughs> small. Print. Yeah. I have, we have we a, get smaller as it goes, like an eye exam chart. People are like leaning in. What the fuck is that? <laughs> you know what? Real, so, real, real quick on uh, a side note, please don't forget your thought. Remember when we all went to Vegas as Sovereign and we met all, those, all the fun folk? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> that one guy that we met that was pretty brazen in the, mm-hmm. the casino I remember he went on and he took a bunch of quotes from the line of thinking that he believes in the most made him tiny and found like hundreds of them and made a t-shirt and it was a big deal in that circle like the anarcho poco <laughs> people mm-hmm. I mean that thing we almost went to play at yeah probably bro gotten shot it's, fu- <laughs> it's fun to go meet people isn't it <laughs> Jesus Christ Yay. but anyway sorry please whatever you were gonna say unless I just stole it from you I stole it from her. Oh, I God don't damn. remember. I don't remember. It'll there come has, back. There's a contingency of people that listen to this show that are rooting for you to be able to talk. <laughs> I <on>. just, <laughs> you guys needed like wipettes after the whole bloviation <laughs> thing that I did. So I, I spoke it. enough. Uh, no. You're right. You've reached your quota. I that's have. Out of you. <laughs> I feel like it's a give and take and it should probably be a thing. But anyway, that that's one that if you guys want to go back and listen to it again or go find Richard Feynman. He has two great books. That he has lots of books mm-hmm. and they're all great but for people that are normies like myself I can't digest a lot of his physics stuff and whatever mm-hmm. but as far as some of it maybe but most of his stuff is good wisdom mm-hmm. can be found in a couple books uh, where the hell is it I don't know oh, somewhere good. do we'll you talk have about the names well, I know that surely you're joking Mr. Feynman is one of them here's the other one uh, what do you care what other people think and those are the two books that he what has that are... do you care? What do you care what other people think? I Perfect. put the emphasizationals okay. on the wrong syllable. You put the emphasis <laughs> on the it's wrong syllable. <laughs> I've had a long... It, we did a lot of stuff this week, you syllable. guys. Syllable. A couple more? You guys <laughs> want a couple more of the syllables? <laughs> Hit me with the syllable, dude. Uh, Hit me with your syllable. <laughs> this is <laughs> a syllable. <laughs> Hit me with your syllable. <laughs> Okay, I need ahead. your help. Enunciate. Once in a while, I'm funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh. Damn. <laughs> Next. Next. So, quote, you have no responsibility to live up to what other people think you ought to accomplish. I have no responsibility to be like they expect me to be. It's their mistake, 
not my failing, end quote. Perfect. <laughs> Unless they're paying you, I guess. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, if they're paying you for their expectations, yeah. make it <laughs> fair. Uh, another one. This one's kind of funny because he's a, into normal physics too, not just theoretical. He was part of the Manhattan Project. And he, but there's theoretical and physics in there. Okay, right? fine. so he was he part of the guy shit. that like came he's... back and ha- was halfway through a steel door. What? No, that's the that's the. Philadelphia experience. Oh, the Manhattan Project is the so nuclear bomb. Got it. The, I got yeah. so confused for a moment. <laughs> he was part of the duh, the big old. Yep, uh, I get it. Yeah, the brains. I Physi- don't know why my brain went there. It's, a, it's your Friday too. Quote: Physics is like sex. Sure, it may give some practical results, but that's not why we do it. End quote. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. I would have got along with this guy. <laughs> you can find some interviews with him, uh, and there's some really in that book. The first one I mentioned, uh, "Surely You're Joking, Mr. Feynman," mm-hmm. is really really cool and eye-opening stuff. Hmm. But you can get some of it from his interviews too. Uh, here's another one that we kind of have talked. A lot of people throughout history have said this one in their own way. Mm-hmm. Quote: "The first principle is that you must not fool yourself, and you are the easiest person to fool." End quote. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so fucking true. Yeah, that mm-hmm. one landed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For sure. I think we'll stop with that. And we'll, if we're going to read some more in the bonus. But that that's meat for the brain. Mm-hmm. Like I, it's it, my br- I snapped it up. I couldn't get enough. It's like pot roast. I just keep eating it. <laughs> and, you know, going with the segment, because I, re- I think eating the pot roast, I, I want to do this every... Where you just, you know you're done. You know you're full. But and you're you just, not. You can't, we you can't do this stop <laughs> pretty much every week. the noodles. <laughs> But what I'd like to get... <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Son of a bitch. My, how the turns have tables. Yeah, they have. We're going to have to get headphones so we don't do that. Okay. Let me finish. <laughs> I was talking, you son of a bitch. What are you talking about? She wasn't done interrupting me. I know, that's what happened. Exactly. Turn about fair play. I fucking... You're right. All right. No. It was funny, though. Why is this person ever... I want to, because in the dipshit files, we've been asking patrons about all sorts of stuff, and we're going to continue to do that. It's been a lot of kick ass. I was going to say the F word. And it, it gives us all sorts of food. I'm just curious, and I don't know what we'll do with it. We can read it here, and we'll put it in both the Patreons. But the wisest person ever to you guys, like, who is it? Who is the wisest person that ever mm. lived, and why? That is not a question that I can answer on the spot like no, that. No, I don't want to yeah. ask you guys today. I'm going to okay. ask the listeners to think about it. That and could be a that could be a thing like we talk about with the badasses of history, where mm-hmm. we we find out which which badass is the badassest. <laughs> I love it, Kamehameha. I mean, obviously, yeah. but but fucking <laughs> badass for the, humans, the, the for wisest humans. of the wisies. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, Feynman's up there. Mm-hmm. With some of the practical things he said and some of his background gives him some credibility as not a woo-woo guy as much. A lot of things like that. But seeking out wisdom. I think Tommy Chong, probably. Hey, fuck yeah. <laughs> he did it. There's some moments in there where you're like, God damn, that guy cracked open a vortex and looked inside. Dave's not, Dave's not here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I like the idea of trying to figure out what you guys think. Like narrowing it down to... 20 or 30 of the wisest folk and we can kind of dig into them with the brainy mates yeah, and just fun. if and maybe we can break it up into kind of contemporary stuff like if you find somebody that's alive today who are the wise people of today that you can mm. even name i I'm, it's we'll talk about that in the future it'll seem like a present but 
He's also from the past, you know, the Stoics, the mm-hmm. you go down the line, the Romans. The, the, oh, there we go. The Roman Su- Empire the thought Sumis. of the day achieved. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> what am I trying to say? The Sufi, blah, blah, blah. Go around the world and let's see if we can find the wisest, maybe even sentiments too. You know, you go to Confucius. Yeah. You can look all around the world and there's somebody. I'm just curious. And in the future, we'll do some things with it. <coughs> Excuse me. Sounds good. I'm down. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So, bloviation. I get to bloviate now for some stupid reason. Great. Well, let's move on to... You done, bro? I am. <laughs> let's move on to the next segment. And now we're going to talk about the main thing, why we ride the ridey rides. What am I doing? This one's the ride. I don't know why. I'd just ride and there's parts of the ride? I don't the know The whole why. thing is the ride, dude. I know. What are you on about? This is the meat. <laughs> I, I called it some kind of meat thing. <clears throat> I like meat. Why I guess. is everything meat? I don't know. <laughs> He almost died for me, coli. That's why everything's <laughs> meat. The, yeah. Oh yeah, I found yeah. meat world. I you have meat in your DNA thing yeah. permanently yeah. now. He was never the same. <laughs> yeah, you're this a literal is a weird meat simulation, sack, guys. <laughs> to get to the simulation, you got to roll through meat. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be awake for the meat. <laughs> Anywho, so it just came up in our brains, and we thought, let's talk about jobs in our life, our past jobs. Mm-hmm. Well, I think. I think the reason we were talking about this is because a lot of our employment experience throughout history has shaped who we who we have become right um, as adults yeah why did we want to talk about this I think <laughs> that's, that's why that's why yeah you know and the experiences that we've had through employment does shape not only who we've become as adults but how we react in the employment uh, arena as mm. far as uh, where you work and how you react to your coworkers and how how you react to your superiors. So, but you and I both came from the world of working for the family. Uh, my first job, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I I've held for my other family, jobs. Right, during the time that you worked for yeah. the family too. Same. Right. As soon as I could, I was like, "Fuck, mm-hmm. I need another thing with other people." Right. As soon as I turned sixteen, I was like, "Wendy's, give mm-hmm. me Wendy's." Or seventeen, <laughs> I think. Right. But then I still worked with the family. Mm-hmm. And that was a weird thing. Mine about was my life. mine was Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yeah, okay. I worked for the family, and then 14 and a half, I was able to get a worker's permit, and uh, I worked at Kentucky Fried Chicken. I don't know. I my did brain. You learn, did you learn a shitload from br- working there? Uh, I, I know that no. I don't like Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> More importantly, did you get the secret blend of herbs and spices? <laughs> no, I ran away from that place as fast as I could. <laughs> I want to say I only worked there for like four days. I know I didn't. I probably did two weeks. Probably. Yikes. <laughs> Unemployable, this one. I Never. couldn't, I could, uh, fuck, I couldn't handle the customers. <laughs> I couldn't handle the people that were pissed off about stuff because I was like. I don't like the things that I am. Fuck them. like, you're rude. Just jobs that have to deal with like the I general public. Like I said that public. to somebody. You're Job, rude. Jobs that have to deal with the general public are pretty much ass. They yeah. are. In my opinion. You yeah. learn a lot about the psychology like of the Working world in any type of service you. industry mm-hmm. is just like, bleh. Yeah. No thanks. <laughs> it it mm-hmm. sets your expectations different. I think some people are really well suited for it. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I thought it was fun to deal with when people were troubles. My mom was really good at dealing with people that were angry. She'd come in, they'd come into mm-hmm. my parents' pet store mm-hmm. Dude, that and was, try and. That was my skill, was dealing with unreasonable, angry people. That was my skill. I wasn't even a man. Like when I worked at Best Buy, I mm-hmm. wasn't even a manager at this time, but I was the go to whenever there was a customer that was being unreasonable. Bring and us needed, the shade. And needed to be talked off a ledge, they would literally radio me. They like, you out they'd be like come over here and, and i'd be like a let's drum go circle forms <laughs> around you. let's go <laughs> well i did i had a job uh in the early aughts uh mid aughts i guess early to mid aughts that my whole job was 
third tier anger issues. <laughs> so You're the pacifier. Bring out the pacifier. Well, we had they went through the first person who couldn't That's right. handle it. That's so then right. they went through another second tier who couldn't handle it. And when and they then were they like brought out Lady Script Keeper to bury <laughs> that motherfucker. <laughs> so when, she has some great stories. <laughs> Just too. a trail of bodies. Bodies, bodies, bodies. And they so, spent money, those people, that that job that you had. They, yeah. they were invested in that. Yeah. Well, you know, and basically when when the person was too far gone and they were like I'm going they were at the the threatening your life yeah. stage mm -hmm. I would yeah. get them yep that's when they sent them to me yep. after they'd and I would give my other my um, customer service reps shit so be like dude why do you rile them up so bad hmm. they, I wouldn't even need a job if you guys did your job <laughs> don't yeah, don't escalate De do exactly don't argue with them that's the whole g give me the phone <laughs> you know, give me the phone when i was in person <laughs> when i was in person doing that yes, my my little psychology move that i did is instead of walking up in front of them and talking to them mm -hmm. i'd walk up and stand beside them yeah you're disarming Cause, then because they're like they're like oh like even if you're There's not no they're like oh he's on my side mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. he's on my side oh shit and yeah. then and then I'd be like, so tell me what's going on. Mm -hmm. I'm, I want to listen so I can understand the situation because they told me, but mm -hmm. they're obviously emotional. So and this is about the time right. that Shaden reaches around to their shoulders and starts to give them that real soft rub down. Just a little just gentle, a slow dick stroke. You know, <laughs> like, it's gonna be okay. Oh my oh, god! We can, we can Why get through does this? it always have to end to the penis? <laughs> because it's fucking important that the truth be told. We've That's been fascinated we with our dicks our entire life, so everyone else should be too. Yeah, <laughs> We've already covered the whole woman aspect of that. It's like, why? Could you imagine if we were like that? Just oh, start, we, we imagine just start rubbing the nipple. It's, be it's okay. just everything we say always just deduces to the vagina. Always. Sure. I don't think that we'd be too... Everything ends there in all in the conversations. You know, that's where the humor is. That's where... Be, we would quickly answer. evolve to yeah. deal with that. No, I mean, no problem. I mean, I'd be for it, honestly. Yeah. Exactly. It always just devolves to the vagina. <laughs> I think a lot of guys would welcome that. Yeah. Like, Fuck yeah. <laughs> we could come up with some vagina jokes. Hell yeah. You down? Let's all work together we, on this. Goofy anatomy will never not be funny to me. We've that's the way I'm wired. <laughs> What's that show? Is it? Is It's Bad Mouth. I think it's on Netflix. Big Mouth. Big Mouth. Yeah. Thank you. And it has that perspective of, of the male and female. I love that so much when the when you just started, there was dirty jokes about ladies. It was obviously written by ladies or by the heavy influence of reality, mm. for, you know? And it was just like, fuck yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> and I learned a fuckload, <laughs> yes. I feel educated I'm and entertained. now <laughs> from a fucking dirty ass cartoon that had the guts to talk about lady parts. <laughs> from a lady's, some lady wrote that. Like, I remember you telling me, you gotta watch that. He's, but then you said, it's totally not your thing. Yeah, I was just- But I think the writing is great. <laughs> I just, res I don't know how far it went. I didn't watch it for very far mm. after that, but I just respected that. And Bojack Horseman was like that too, where it's like fucking, I just learned some things from a cartoon because a different kind of person wrote this than normal. Mm. All right. Where the hell are we? Oh, yeah, we're talking about jobs. Oh, yeah, jobs. You know what my first job was? What? I worked at a tanning salon. <laughs> what? What? The Norwegian worked at a tanning they're, salon? They're like, Shaden, come here. I yeah. think this is not I, working for you. It's never happened before. I think that we talked about this. I think we did, yeah, we and did. I was just as blown Worst away. It's like, <laughs> you can't. Ever? You can't even go in there and clean the beds. No, no. and I still had. Uh, I was. I was actually. I, I was like growing out my my blonde emo fringe at the time. Uh -huh. <laughs> just fucking sitting at the front counter, 
and the people walk this in and they're pasty like pasty goth. They're like the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm like I know. I me too. I get it. <laughs> just I'm in college and I needed a place to get paid and do my homework and this was it. So <laughs> forgive me if we've discussed this before yeah. and I'm forgetting it. It's my Friday. It's a Friday. Did you work in fast food ever? Never did. Nope. Okay. I nope. I, I was going to ask you but like if you learned something. I actually felt like people I, are rude. That's what I learned. I learned that too. I well. I learned that from my working my parents' business when I was like ten, and they're like, "Get the fuck away from me, kid." I, I delivered food. That's closest I ever came. Mm. I was a delivery driver before DoorDash was a thing. <laughs> mm. People fucking their money and their food. They get mm. a little bit worked up over. I just I never experienced even with because I worked in machining, and even though there was foul mouthed you know people, they were not rude. Right. When I when I walked in there, I had a lot of experience doing customer service. Mm-hmm. So I but I still learned stuff based on how they structure fast food mm. from I mean th- when you work the drive through mm-hmm. for a person like me that bloviates that was really cool because you could kind of alter a person's that uh, you don't have that much power but you can smile mm-hmm. and you can kind of like bring somebody up there was like well, I want a fucking cheeseburger and then like by the time you're done you're like I'm sorry about that. Yeah. They'll come up and be like, hey, how are you? And then mm-hmm. the next day they'll come back and be like, hey, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And it's I'm back. this weird thing that you're yeah. like, what did I just do? What was I just part of? Yeah. And that's I experienced. Lesson. I experienced that when I was managing that Starbucks. I, I bet. Yeah. I experienced it there. Yeah, I experienced it when I was managing that cell phone store. <laughs> Fucking mm-hmm. same Same deal, because people come up pissed off about mm-hmm. their phone, and I'm like, oh, okay, like, I'm sorry you're struggling I'm here to help you what's going on like we'll figure it out and then I do and then they're like you're the only person I'm going to buy phones from for the rest of my life right? I'm like well I'm not going to be here for the rest of your life <laughs> <laughs> they're like you're going to live here right yeah. I'll be back <laughs> live here I don't want to talk to anybody else I'll pay to will 12, $12 a month be good <laughs> no but there's something about the window you screwed up my fucking thing with the window but Hat. no I love it but that, just that vibe even the fry, even cooking fries. The first time I was like, okay, I'm gonna fucking, I'm the fry guy. It's my first day, and all of a sudden it's like, and you're like, I'm burning. And they're like, yeah, that's that. And it's like, I make eight dollars an hour and I get burned. What the fuck? And they're like, yeah, welcome to fucking, hello. Get some salt on that shit, would you? Okay. And then you get on the fucking grill and you're like, I am a fucking, I am the king of this place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I have the power of the things. So you will wait for me. You've got the magic spatula Sandwich at that fucking point. station. <laughs> Kiss my ass. I'm looking at, oh, let me cut it in half. No, not ready yet, sandwich. <laughs> but all these things. And then, you know, as you become an assistant manager, they're like, hey, you want to use some of that math that they said you'd ne- barely use? And you're like, okay. And they're like, here. Like, I remember 20% shit. of that. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, you don't need to solve for X at all. You can just use this calculator. And <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. And all through that process, you're learning like a team. Even if you guys hate the customers mm-hmm. and even if you become this little team, mm-hmm. if you didn't play sports or if you didn't do, you know, yeah. any of the things that, that help it. There's, there's some camaraderie. Some, you're in the trenches. Too, yeah. Right? yeah. Mm-hmm. There's even a little bit of grace you can learn mm-hmm. because you're dealing with customers and you're de-escalating. And that's what grace is it's mm-hmm. like no 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 let's yeah. let's come and to you learn how to place. not be a, a rat too <laughs> mm-hmm. or how to yeah or what happens when you're a rat right i was yeah. gonna yeah. say there's always that one yeah. weaselly oh no fucker. dude i work with people that put yeah. always that food one on the person it was like i have to punch you i'm sorry what was that what hurting. was that kid in the cartoon recess that that fucking little weasley guy that always tattled on everybody you know what i'm talking about 
I mean, I, I had a whole bunch of those, but like as a cartoon. No, yeah, the cartoon was called Recess. Did you ever see it? Oh, Mm-mm. oh, with the the big blonde kid was Mikey, and, and it had Archer and, voice, right? Yeah, I oh, think so. Maybe did it? Or that was something else. It's I, old. It's old, so I don't know. That was home but, movies. Yeah. Well, it can't be that old. Like that. Anyway, because I, I don't even I remember I was it. Wanted to call him <laughs> Ronald or fucking, he was some, but he was like this little mousy, like, and he was always tattling on everybody, and it's like everybody hated him. It's like, oh. yeah, that's relatable. Yeah. <laughs> We've all known somebody like that. Yeah, the Eddie Haskell fucking archetype. Right. Yeah. Or the well, I guess that's. that's you know, I think time. I think my least favorite uh, jobs, I guess, are there's there's two types of supervisors or bosses that I can't handle, um, and one is the condescending boss mm. that treats you like you're an idiot and smiles while insulting you. Every day that you come yes. in. I went through five years of that at one job. Yes. Ugh. Wrong. That is not how you handle your employees. Oh, my gosh. So there's that guy. And then the, 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 the guy that has anger problems is the other one that mm-hmm. throws things or screams at you or <laughs> breaks chairs in the office to splinters because of the IRS. Mm-hmm. Um, Dude, I've, <laughs> I've experienced those as well. Those are the two. <laughs> bosses it's funny how that behavior becomes just like well that's just part of a stern business you know attitude it's like what the fuck are you talking about you dysfunctional weirdo those two types of bosses are the the one who busts chairs and throws things says well that uh that's just yeah it's a stern boss (laughs) you know that is just a i take no shit and i expect the best right and then the condescending be the best then bitch (laughs) and the condescending boss is always well, that's just who I am. Yeah. It's just me. Yeah. It's like, well, it won't be who you are for much longer <laughs> if you talk to me like that again. So in my, in my experiences, because those are the worst kind, and I've had some fantastic uh, superiors. Hmm. I've had some superiors that were my partners in whatever it was I was doing, even though they were my superior. They never made me feel inferior, hmm. and they never treated me like I was an idiot Dude, yeah. um, and they were That's, respectful with the way they and, talked to and me. And you would go to war for that I, person. Absolutely, yeah. I did That's, not. That's want my to boss leave. right now yeah. at my day job. He's mm-hmm. he's that kind of guy. I'm like I'm like whatever extra mile you need, yeah. right? I'll, you, I'll do you it. You become if the ride or die. Yeah, I was at that like, point. if you're ever in peril, I'll bite. I'll fight people with my teeth. I don't care. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> 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 no shit. If you have somebody with integrity and grace and humility that's actually working uh, as a superior, that person gains so much respect from me, and I work so much more, I'm more loyal, I work harder, Fuck yeah. I'm more Same. respectful, and they get a better product out of me because they treat me with respect. They don't condescend, they don't treat me like I'm an idiot, they don't insult me, mm. and they don't yell, and they don't make weird situations in the office where, I mean, I've had weird situations in the office where the fucking guy walks in and you can feel him walk through the door. Yep. You know, yep. it was, one, know of, type. It was yeah. one of my real estate jobs <laughs> where I felt him walk in before I even heard him. Mm-hmm. And I turn around and I'm like, hello, Satan. <laughs> right. <That> guy, <laughs> you know? That's a weird We meet again. <laughs> to treat people like that because you pay the money. It's just such a strange... It's weird. And our culture is like, well, you guys are successful, though. And it's like, well, yeah, morally, are they <clears throat> successful? Right. Like, any kind of level that's human successful? I gotta it's say, not a great model for success, really, anyway. Because if you, if you measure it against, like, mm-hmm. like my the team that I work with now is one of the best in, in our industry. Mm-hmm. 
and the, our dynamic is very laid back we trust each other right. we our our boss has us all on long leashes he doesn't micromanage mm-hmm. because he trusts us to get our shit done right and he treats us well takes good care of us and he treats us like people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. did he explain like, what your job was pretty well too did yeah he, did he let you know what the fuck you'd be yeah. doing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and more importantly he was true to his word after the fact or i guess yeah setting expectations mm-hmm. right so i think what i've what i've learned is I didn't have a lot of tolerance for being disrespected, condescended to, and screamed at <laughs> in my past. Crazy. And then I, I knew that that was the thing, but I thought that that was actually just the way it was supposed to be. And I hated it. And I dreaded going to work, but I went. And I proved myself out of spite and fucking vindictiveness against these fucking cunts <laughs> because I refused to buckle under them. You got a little Sergeant you know, Stubby in you. <laughs> and then I got, I ended up working for this wonderful, a couple, but the, the pinnacle was working for this wonderful company under this amazing woman. Scott Cass. I got oh, paid better than I have ever, like twice what I'd ever been paid, given more freedom than I'd ever been given better benefits than I had ever experienced and she treated me like an equal mm-hmm. and I was paid better treated better and I loved that and job and you performed mm, I, as best you could I did, you always I did well things. I mean but I didn't do it out of spite and I wasn't a vindictive I wasn't <laughs> winning because I fucking hated somebody it wasn't like you know <laughs> vicious victory it was more graceful and it was easy yeah. the job wasn't easy but getting from point A to point B was more simple because I didn't have to fight through my own fucking angst and mm-hmm. vitriol. Yeah. Fuck you know. Yeah. You ever had one of those jobs where you're like driving to work and you're just hoping that casually you get hit hoping by a bus? that you get in a car wreck yeah, so that you don't collision. have to go to work that day? Yes. Dude. <laughs> that means you, you have a boss that doesn't give a fuck about yep. egos, yeah. that doesn't understand that all humans have a sense of worth and a sense of mm-hmm. self and a sense of drive somewhat right. to do something that might not be what you have them doing and stuff like managing egos is half of what you're doing and more than half of what you're doing as a management role yeah. mm-hmm. in the job and if you suck at that or if you resent that mm-hmm. or if you don't believe that a, you know ego for lack of a better mm-hmm. term what it, it exists mm-hmm. you just it's going to be a problem in, in that place. People are going to get burned out. People mm-hmm. are going to get frustrated. Yeah. People are going to You're lose. You're going to have high turnover, hope. a shitty environment. Yeah. yeah. Well, what's what's one of the and worst is when shit. probably <clears throat> scummy business practices that grow out of that shit too. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the <clears throat> challenge there too is the ones that if you if you're in a supervisory position and you're dealing with all of these egos and your answer to their disgruntled nature is well, it's just how I am. <laughs> uh, sorry, your ego is no more powerful or no different than the people that are under you and they couldn't feel more under you than they do right now because you said yeah you don't like it well it's just who I am right. and that's who I'm talking about that condescending boss right. that's like well it's just me it's like yeah well this is just me and I don't fucking like it right it's like well I pay your wages yeah I fucking quit see uh-huh. ya Right. I, I, I got to yep. give a Been there, sorry. I just repeated a history moment in my head where it's like, fuck you. Now you got to fucking pay more to train someone else because I ain't dealing with your bullshit. I went to like this ori- <laughs> I went to this orientation at a new job, like one of those in-between jobs when I was looking for a better job. Mm-hmm. 
and I shit you not, this guy up there, he says, we don't want you. Is your rebound job? He goes, we don't, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, we don't want you to think, just do exactly what we say and you'll make a bunch of money. And I was like, well, this is going to go terribly for me. Oh, <laughs> I can't no. be motivated by money as much as other like the things. The first like thing thinking. you said to me was, we don't want you to think and that's going to mm -hmm. be a problem for me. <laughs> Sorry. I had one supervisor within the first couple of weeks say it. Just, I remember the words. I don't pay you. I don't. I don't pay you to speak. Yikes, man! <laughs> well, now you don't pay me at all. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I was flabbergasted. I was really young, but it was. I was. Long story. Doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, he basically looked me in the eye. I was a young person, and and he said, "I don't pay you to speak. Just do your job." He taught you a lesson that day, didn't he? And I'm like, uh, I don't think I had that job very long. I think you know what? I think <laughs> that was the only time I ever no called, no showed. <laughs> I just That's literally, what your response was to that my lesson. Re my response yeah. to that lesson of that <laughs> douche was, fuck you, you're just not going to know where I went. See ya. What was the lesson? That was Some people are like cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was how that orientation I just mentioned, that's how that job ended with me too. I really? just I just quick I was like no, I just like stopped yeah. answering calls, didn't yeah. go. I was like fuck it. I don't even want my I don't last, even want my last paycheck. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. I, like, I'm done. I don't want I'm, it. I'm good. You can keep it. Yeah. Fuck but you and your fucking sarcastic <laughs> blood money. I had to go <laughs> <laughs> I had to go door to door for a cable company mm -hmm. once upon a time. <clears throat> and uh I remember they give you like a zone to work you know they're like mm -hmm. go to you go to this area then and work that zone mm -hmm. from like this block to this block and then and then you're good i'm like all right so i'm going and i walk up to this person's house and i knock on the door and they're like who is it and i was like i was like hey it's shaden i'm with xfinity just wanted to see if you had a moment to talk with me about your cable plan mm -hmm. and your car and the door warranty, and the, <laughs> exactly <laughs> fucking terrible job dude it is. it's <laughs> so terrible i've done some and, of that and uh <laughs> the door opened about three inches and a glock 19 came out <gasps> that's a like 15 percent of the time oh. yeah like pointed at my head i bet you had no problem peeing then dude i had i had, a pair of I had like a, i had like a clipboard in one hand and i'm wearing like my my red company jacket you know uh -huh. my windbreaker and I, I just like i just like put my hands up in the air and start backing up and i was like just cable dude just cable he's just like get the fuck off my porch i'm like yep you got it that's fair enough god bless america yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay. <laughs> you know, on that note, I do want to share like one of the best jobs I ever had, ever had for mm -hmm. respect. And it was probably the highest stress place because it was a spokesman review. Oh, yeah. And I mean, that place is run like, a, I mean, it's very serious. It's the news. Mm -hmm. And the people, they kind of showed me what. You're a writer. Yeah. Yeah. And they brought me in because I had a magazine on my own. Mm -hmm. They're like, will you come work for us and do the thing that you're doing for your magazine? I was like, yes, I will. And it's not like it's a great paying job, but it felt really cool to work for. It felt like I, I didn't go to college for it. You a know? Large, I did for a second. Large newspaper, yeah. The thing. And they treated me like, I mean, there were people with PhDs in there and good degrees and smart, smart people. And I'm in the just in the music section and the entertainment section yeah. and doing that kind of great thing. Great whetstone environment, though. Like mm -hmm. sharpening you up, I bet. Right. They, it was an impressive group, but the the person that was there set the bar really high for all the stuff I would do for from then on. Mm -hmm. Because it's like here's probably one of the most successful. I mean, obviously newspapers went downhill, but this was when they weren't. Mm -hmm. But a person running one of the most successful media companies, or at least divisions of the media company, having a 
real teacher kind of brain and a, and a management of egos that I'd not seen before. Uh, my father actually is like that kind of, like he's that way too. That's why he does what he does in his world. And I'd seen that a little bit. My dad's really cold about it. Mm. This, this young lady too, probably like two or three years older than me, but fucking light years ahead of me as mm-hmm. far as age of the brain. She was just way ahead of me. I'm 24 or 25 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And she took the time to like nurture some of the things that she saw that was good with me and take time to be like the way she criticized my work Mm -hmm. was awesome and it's something that I was just I would take with me it was so and I couldn't repeat it It Mm it's just something that she has as this talent but it was Mm -hmm. so constructive and I wanted to take that information and go fucking use it Mm -hmm. it was just a unique thing that set the bar super high because it was high stress right like everybody there was not getting paid super high but cared about what they were doing the mm-hmm. deadlines were every day. Mm-hmm. The fucking work. It was ca- a team. If you missed a fucking court, like, and she, this person was also very, like, on me about grammar. I learned so much about grammar mm. that the, that the, uh, it's the newspaper. <laughs> exactly. Like, they, they got letters when a comma Checks was out, out of place. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and it really, it was just amazing. So, and I worked in tons of media with tons of different, you know, high stress positions mm-hmm. after that. I did my own radio show. Right. I ran, you know, I worked and ran and started nonprofits and mm-hmm. we did all sorts of crap the cannabis movement is a hell of a fucking stressful place if mm-hmm. it's not just smoking pot mm-hmm. putting on events and that kind of crap mm-hmm. but as a boss it was just like man you can stay calm and not even calm just like aware aware of the people that you're with mm-hmm. and like i can bring out the best in you if i just take this moment mm-hmm. to to see that you have an ego and recognize what it is and it's just like man that's a skill that most people could never it's learn an, well it's an internal calmness that's what i learned from the lady that the best job i've ever had you know the best experience i've ever had as an employee she had a very calm authority mm. that she was very. Uh, she wasn't egotistical. She wasn't arrogant, but she was sure of herself. Yeah, she was confident. She knew what she was doing. She was very calm, um, and she's the one that looked me in the eye that day. Even though this whole building issue down in Texas, you know, there was a, a new build out was just going to shit, and I'm stressing out. And she looked me in the eye and she said, "It's not heart surgery, dear. Nobody is going to die." You're at the bar for you. And the, and the managers that you've been around with just her just that team she's amazing and, and that lawyer mm-hmm. oh <laughs> that, the lawyer that team yeah. there I mean everybody's a cunt if that's you know after mm-hmm. them it's I think his crazy. name was Corbin yeah Corbin mm-hmm. something god damn there's some brilliant lawyers that attorney man that he fucking, fucking blew me away yeah. anyways Yes. The real so, world's filled with sharks that are smart. <laughs> fuck with lasers. They shoot lasers out of their face. That's a person, a person with that, they should be in a position of authority. If they can, Boo. you know what I mean? Yeah. As oh, yeah, far you're as, like, I'm talking about Anne, oh, my, yeah. my boss, she deserved the position. Oh, fuck yeah. That she had because she was, and she deserved to have all, the entire West Coast under her. Yeah, she, because it was she, meritocracy. she did it well. Without being a, not, never once having to flex her ego nope. on anybody Mm-mm. ever. No, and it she ran never. One of the largest companies she, in the history of the world. She raised her voice once on the phone. And I heard this, uh, it was more impactful because I'd never heard it before. But it was because there was like $3 billion going. No, this one, <laughs> it was her brother. Oh, oh. Yeah, okay. she was talking to her brother. They were roommates. 
And she was going back and forth from SoCal up to the Bay Area every weekend. There was a whole issue. Anyways, I heard her raise her voice and get stern. And after two and a half years with this woman, all, the whole office was like, eh? we all perked up because Something this, serious. something's wrong. <laughs> She's raising her voice and you could hear the tone. Mm. And once she hung up the phone, she came out and you could see she's smiling, but you could see she was pink cheeked. So she was pretty pissed off. And she came over and she started telling me about what was going on. Because I asked her, I'm like, is everything okay? Something goes sideways. And she said, oh, just my brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's always the brother. So she, the button. <laughs> she told me the story. But anyways, it's the only time and it had nothing to do with work. It was her roommate and her brother. <laughs> well, yeah, anytime I found myself in a leadership position at a job, mm -hmm. um, something that's always worked well with me, and I'm pretty sure I learned this from my old man, but something that's worked well with me, or for me rather, has been not when, when things are going sideways, mm -hmm. is not trying to conceal that fact mm -hmm. from my team because mm -hmm. I've worked for bosses where I'm like I'm sitting there looking at it and going this is fucked mm -hmm. like we're fucked and and the boss is just like oh, it's, everything's fine it's got you know because they feel like they need to be the one who's like put together which mm -hmm. like I see the logic but it bugs the shit out of me and mm -hmm. it has to bug the shit out of most people well, it's right? because it it's insults like, your it's intelligence like, dude no it's not mm -hmm. fine we're fucked what are we going to do about it you know mm -hmm. so my strategy has always been like admit when shit's a clusterfuck yeah she'd be like yeah. hey guys this is a big fucking mess and it needs to be fixed but we're gonna we can fix it and here's the plan yep exactly you know and then people are like oh because like once they're like holy shit he said it's fucked it must be fucked it's like mm -hmm. yeah it is but here's a plan <laughs> but there's a plan and we're gonna fix it we're a it. team and yep. we gotta do it together yeah and we can do it that doesn't mean you have to <laughs> insult them or yell at them or throw things at them like other bosses that i've experienced right. <laughs> i just can't believe they kept their jobs i mean just I anyways know. i know it's crazy yeah. it's crazy jobs yay yay I so think that was our that was our job conversation fucking a well, that's probably the first of many who knows yeah we've all had so many we've all had weird mm -hmm. experiences going through this i remember a bunch of crazy shit mm -hmm. it's like coaches are kind of like a boss in a sense too mm -hmm. where i think your coach is probably fuck, your first boss if dude. you don't work for a family company and they taught me some of the values that i i learned from like i said the, the person that worked at the spokesman review and i had a lot of different co-workers and bosses that taught me those things mm -hmm. but coaches man fuck me i well they didn't fuck me thank goodness <laughs> That would have wow. made, it, made it less wow. valuable. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. We taking a weird turn with Went the blue. show. Went blue. But <laughs> working the blue. But I, that's also in that that vein. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's all for this time. We'll come back to it. Okay. But let's move on to badass of history, shall we? Dun, 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 dun. You hear the war drums here? They're coming. Dun, dun, dun. And now we walk where few have treaded before, like Sergeant Stubby. It's Jar's Badasses of History. All right. This is the last segment of the day. We got a, we got a good badass, I think. I don't know. We'll see what you guys think. Fucking A, bro. But our badass of history this week. Our bar is so high at this is point, bro. Mm-hmm. A gentleman. I call, can I call you bro again, bro? Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. Fuck! I'm going to have to use that one, too. <laughs> Bruh. 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 As long as cunt is never a shockable word, I'll be all right. <laughs> be still would still be fun for me. <laughs> Pierre Terrile. Terrile. He's French, so I don't know. I probably didn't pronounce so it. You, you, tried, you, you tried to roll your R's. Yeah, a little bit. Pierre Terrile. 
better known as uh, Chevalier du Bayard. That means mm. Frenchie the smoker. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think I'm, my French is a little Pierre. Close enough. Pierre Pierre was born around 1476 in the Dauphine Alps of France to a noble family in which all of the men had fallen in battle. All the men in his family, going back into history, they all died in battle. Like wow. Lieutenant Dan from yep. Forrest Gump. Right. <laughs> That's right. So, well before his death, he was known as Le Chevalier Sans Pur et Sans Reproche, which means uh, uh, the night, the, the night without fear and beyond reproach. Mm. That's okay. fucking pretty damn good. <clears throat> yep. What so, a title. But he preferred his given nickname, oh which was Le Bon Chevalier, which literally means the good knight. Mm. Which I think is fucking hilarious when you hear the rest of the story because it's <laughs> like, not good night, good night, oh. good night. <laughs> oh. Sweet. <laughs> the, the pun was probably lost on them because it was in French, but I think it's funny. <laughs> it works today. <laughs> so he served three successive kings of France and was widely respected and never lived extravagantly even when he could. So he was that kind of like humble badass, you know, nice. like had uh, by the end of his life, he had lots of money, great station. And but he never lived like a cunt. He just wanted to be another dude. Was mm. he just shitty with money? Probably. <laughs> yeah. Probably just spend it all on Probably wine and coors. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's a better life, baby. <laughs> so Did you say coors? Speaking of coors. Oh, <laughs> Speaking of coors. <laughs> At age 13. No, just kidding. There's no horse in this Oh. O-O-R-E-S. Coors. Okay. It's the French end. for hooker. <laughs> <laughs> and smoker. It's a double word. Le <laughs> hours. Uh, so at age 13, uh, Pierre came to the attention of the king of France, which was uh, Charles the Eighth. Um, when he kicked all the ass in a horsemanship display uh, that earned him the nickname Piquet. Which he's got mean, a lot of nicknames. Yeah, he does. Which means spur. <laughs> spur. <laughs> yeah. Our, our young boy Spur, a lad of 13 who was a kick-ass horseman. Mm. And then just shy of 18, he uh, he got similar recognition and notice from the king by winning uh, a tourney with highest honors. Tournament, right? Mm. So Spur means he sticks to the horse, like it can't be thrown, I guess. Oh, no, that would be Burr. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, Burr. Spur would be Spur is like the what horse. you, mm-hmm. what yeah. you, yeah, you get spur the horse. Yep. Oh, yeah. dumb. Yep. Here, here to be dumb. Happy <laughs> so, to contrast your guys' smarts. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> so the real beginning of his reputation in Italy was a duel with Sotomayor in 1502. Oh no, okay. what so, did he do with his so, penis? Oh, this is where this is this is <laughs> <laughs> See, you, you brought it to the dick. This time yeah. you brought it to the dick. It was Sotomayor. She's, Come on now. She's just playing to the crowd. She knows. She tested the room. Yep. <laughs> and it worked. It does. <laughs> so, Sotomayor was a, it's S O T O, it's not Sotomy. It's Sotomayor. Oh. He was a My joke doesn't work gigantic <laughs> Spanish knight uh, with Herculean strength, according to big historical guy. records. He's really, got a good PR department. Really, really big dude. He was uh, captured by a Gascon named Gaspar, which is also funny to me. Uh, Gaspar the Gascon. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like, like a throwaway name for a Disney thing. Should we call him Gaspar? <laughs> right. No. <laughs> Gaston. Okay. Gaspar, though. 
Sorry. No one fucks like Gaston. No one comes <laughs> like Gaston. <laughs> anyway. I I'm know just... somebody in real life who is a real life Gaston. I really do. Yeah. Moving on. Yeesh. Moving on. So um, he this this Sotomayor fellow, he got captured on his way to Rome. While waiting on the ransom, our boy Bayard, the Chevalier de Bayard. The 19 nickname guy. Yep. He... Uh, took over this prisoner to keep him from being mistreated because he was the good knight, right? He's okay. just his character. I'm going to live so, up to this name. I'm going to try. He's so, gambling and whoring. <laughs> so the good knight welcomed Sotomayor into his home and treated him with the same respect as his own friends. Once free, the Spaniard claimed widely that Bayard had horribly mistreated him, which was not true. Uh-oh. So Bayard was outraged and challenged Sotomayor to a duel. Hmm. Right? So our boy suffered at that time from uh, serious bouts of malaria. Oh, no. That weakened him. I was going to say he had no strength. Yeah. So um, his friend at the time offered to stand for him in the duel while he was sick, but Bayard refused, saying he wanted to defend his own fucking honor. He thought right. this guy was weak ass. <laughs> I mean, and this is like this is the big motherfucker, right? Like mm-hmm. he's he's got a reputation. He like, he's a giant yeah. guy, but Bayard thought he was a bitch. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Bayard Bayard's like you're you're like, toast. He's got no moves. He's got no lateral <laughs> movement. Coordination I can kick is your weak. ass while I'm suffering from malaria. I'll be shitting myself <laughs> and handing you your own arms. He's confident because <laughs> he he was taught Brazilian jiu-jitsu, and that's that it. is how you but use I won't those big boys hit you with themselves. your own arms because. You know, I'm a gentleman. Yeah, right. I'm the good knight. <laughs> I'm, a good knight. <laughs> I'm the bon chevalier. So here, sir, are your arms. <laughs> <laughs> so having, <laughs> having just recovered from the last bout of fever, uh, Pierre went to the duel and Sotomayor delayed his appearance in order to leave Bayard standing in the sun in armor so that he'd be further exhausted. Ugh, what a dick. Right? <laughs> total dick, total Disney villain. All right then, Sotomayor changed the conditions of the duel from horse you and lance. You can't change the rules <laughs> mid-game, <laughs> right? To fit your needs, yep. you pig. Changed them from <laughs> horse and lance to sword and dagger, hoping that his <laughs> bigger reach advantage would scare Bayard into calling off the See, duel. He is a bitch. He's a bitch. Yeah. So instead, Bayard knew. Start, instead, Bayard got down from his horse, and the duel finally began. Sotomayor fainted several times, trying to tire Bayard out, but after the fourth time, the good knight took advantage and drove a sword into the man's neck, planted a dagger in his fucking eye. Shit. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> he pinpointed one little spot in his brain, like, Kill Right that as he stabbed him, he's like, you little bitch. Yep. Right in the eye. <laughs> Little malaria cough. <laughs> and I'm going to leave one so it can watch me <laughs> with your one good eye. <laughs> yeah. good eye closed. I, I was reading this and I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stab that bitch in the eye. <laughs> you get him, Bayard. <laughs> so celebration began, but Bayard, being Bayard, silenced it and went to pray for the soul of the man he had killed. Because uh, he's the good knight. Because good he's knight. the bon chevalier. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> right. Wow. So, um, please tell me he got the girl in the end. It's it gets better from here. So Pierre, Belle. Pierre truly 
came to the peak of his fame uh, in 1503 at the Battle of Gargliano. Nice. Two armies were camped and separated only by a river in marshlands during December. Okay, ba- so the weather was shit. Mm-hmm. Bayard was not in command at the time, and the French were not getting reinforcements due to disease. Um, the enemy army, the Spanish, began constructing a bridge of boats, which is wild to me. Wow. Um, I don't know the logistics of that. That's I assume cool. I assume they like lined the boats up and, and lashed them together them and like put planks yeah. on them or some shit. Yeah, the yeah. London Bridge used to be based. It used to have a bunch of buildings on it's it back in the day. Down, and had a bunch of falling boats. Down, yeah, right. Yep. Yeah, that were, it was looked like boat bases or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so they so these guys are 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 building that um, across the river just before the new year, and uh, they took advantage of, of um, a good moment and captured a French camp on the other side of this bridge that they made, and the commanders turned to flee. Bayard, with sword and spear, planted himself on the middle of the boat bridge and alone, dodging arrows, spears, and spades, challenged and defeated what? three to four hundred, somewhere in there. What? By himself? Spaniards, before his friend finally dragged him away, fearing he was going to be killed. Wait, his name was Aragorn and... <laughs> Dude. What? Because <laughs> yeah. and... it, like, it was like a narrow situation, apparently. Was so his like, friend like so bottleneck one? He was just... Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Did he get tossed? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that still only counts as one. <laughs> I know our listeners got that reference. Yeah. Dang. Well, one of them definitely did. <laughs> <laughs> right? So so that was like his, that became, that's when he kind of became a legend, right? Wow. He, they were, so the whole deal was he covered the retreat. So that gave the French army time before being overrun to fall back, regroup, and then come back and kick ass. Wow. All, all because there's Bayard out there with sword and spear. Just That's got to be pretty motivating as you're like some young guy. It's like, I don't like battle. This is scary. And all of a sudden and you're you like, see the oh, one damn. badass dude out there with 300 men. We might yeah. be hanging out with the right guy. Let's do this shit. He's, just, he's right. just fucking out there in armor on a bridge of boats in the middle of a river. Just like... Stab next, stab, dodge arrow next. Mm. Like, that sounds like a great series Good in a comic night. book. Good night. Good night. <laughs> Good night. That's what Good I'm night, Fuck bitch. Yeah. Good night. Good night. <laughs> Hell yeah. He right. So uh, at this point, everybody's trying to buy his services. Even the Pope at the time was trying to buy oh, his services. Yep. But uh, Bayard, of course, turned them all down because he was an honorable fella. And he's <laughs> like, nope, I serve the King of France. That's what I do. Mm. Right. So. Um, most France is like, God damn, I'm a cunt. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah. Keep well, it's, being a cunt. It's wild because most knights are, are knighted by the king, mm-hmm. right? So after this, this bridge ordeal, um, Bayard shows up to the king of France at the time. Mm-hmm. And um, the, it was the second king in, during Bayard's Which, so life. Did they just inherit Bayard? Yeah. They yeah. just inherited Because he, ser- yeah. he served the country. Uh, so whoever was How the king. How did he yeah. stay in service? Because they have to be, I mean, do the knights stay after the king dies? Yeah, it's just sure. to the... Yep. Yeah, they're like... They, they come with the, the building. Yeah. Like oh, the, <laughs> yeah. The they're, like, they're like the upholstery. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're the furniture. <laughs> Tapestries. Yeah. They're, they're installed. Okay. <laughs> Got it. He just comes out of a fucking, hello, yeah. I'm here to fight. Oh, I'll go back in my little cave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> great. You know all those suits of armor that you used to line the hallways with? <laughs> Ac- <laughs> actual knights. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> that would be the best. <laughs> Damn, that's probably it, too. <laughs> 
Like, just stand there. It's like, I got nothing better to do. Yeah. I can go get cholera if I got there. I just fucking got done having malaria. This is great. Yeah, this <laughs> sucks. <laughs> I hear the black plague's coming. Hooray. Yeah. yeah, so second king of France during Bayard's uh, service, and he shows up to get knighted for this bridge thing. And uh, the new king of France knelt down before him and asked for him to knight him instead. Wow. That was a very poorly formed sentence, but you get the idea. I get it. The yeah. king knelt before him. Yep. That's That's, that's yeah. like a knight's tale. Dude. And and that moment where we all cried, all the dudes in the fucking room, you tell the ladies to leave. You cried your ass off. You know he did. Yep. When they when he's fucking in the whatever those things are called the gall mm-hmm. what is it gallows no the oh the stocks stockade yes yeah <laughs> when he's sitting there and the king's like you kneel to no one or whatever fucking <laughs> shit you're like oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like wait a minute I don't like government right. that guy's just big government yeah. oh, well, fuck it <laughs> I think give, him, <laughs> give him the fucking honor bro I think he makes like three movies but I'm there for it <laughs> 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 sorry right. I so so anyway um, Bayard led in numerous battles and sieges and his units were the model of discipline and respect many times people of captured cities would celebrate when he and his men occupied them because of how well he treated people (laughs) they're not going to be sticking dicks and everything (laughs) (laughs) right (sighs) and i mean given given the history of the time the alternatives were pretty bleak so like that being the case like you'd be like oh it's bayard fuck yeah yeah but okay. it's, it's yeah. either that or a pine cone, metal pine cone up the ass that's <laughs> right. been put in a fucking fire. <laughs> Yay! Right. So he cared for the sick with his own hands, fed the poor, always treated prisoners with respect. He was a proper knight. Wow. Right? So he saved France from the invasion of the Holy Roman Empire and was made a knight of the Order of St. Michael, an honor that up until that point was reserved only for princes of the blood of the royal line. Wow. Right. And even still he just lived like a like a regular old onion knight, you know, never mm-hmm. was extravagant, always gave money to other people, like he was just a stud. Fuck yeah. Right. So spring of fifteen twenty four, he was mortally wounded by a shot from an early musket while defending against a revolt within France. Oh, wow. They had a few of those. Yep. He had his friend, uh, who was also his squire, prop him up against a tree so that even in death he would not show his back to the enemy. Fuck. And uh, and when <coughs> the guy that was leading the revolt, who knew Bayard, he saw him before Bayard died, and he was like, he was like, no, Bayard, like, not you. And, and uh, Bayard was like, he's like, oh... Don't pity me. I'm the one that pities you because you betrayed the country. Oh. <laughs> oh. That's a, he's like, wait yep. a minute, I gotta change sides right now for Bayard. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, he, he died there against that tree, uh, with his musket shot wound, and uh just like the rest of the men in his entire family line, died gloriously in battle doing his fucking duty. Like wow. Lieutenant Dan wanted to. Did he ever to. have any children? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know about that. Oh. I'm I'm betting that he did, because right. I'm sure the family line continued. I wonder but if it continued. That's a good question. I'm honestly not sure. Hmm. I have to look that up. Yeah. Well, that that's up there. Yeah. That's good night. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> On a boat. 
boat yep. in a river. <laughs> that's Good a night. that's a great comic book scene. Like, Seriously, uh, oh, you can see it. Yeah, I was picturing Knife it the whole the time. Eye. I'm just like, yes. Good I'm like, night. even yeah. even if it's embellished, I don't care. Like that's yeah. that's how it totally. happened to me it's for sure. Story. Like that's awesome. I'm pretty sure like a whole bunch of movies and stories have maybe heard that story and right. are like, oh, we're definitely joint. Yeah, you right. like Darth Vader's all over that, or I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for our badass of the week. Yes. Uh, let's close out the show, shall we? Last yep. little bit, little bit. Let's go. Now it's time to end the show, but we'll be back sometime in the future, yo. Wait, what the fuck am I doing here? Wrong studio, Dad. Who the fuck are these folks? Wrong studio, Dad. None of you touch my beans. I thank you guys for listening. What a ride. Yeah, that one was, was fucking fun. all over the place. Mm-hmm. I had so much fun, and I learned about all your pain <laughs> and other things that were weird. And we talked about Dick Feynman <laughs> and his nuclear bullshit. Yes. No. Yeah, and fingernail diamonds, which yeah. rhymes with oh. Dick Feynman and piss diamonds. Let's not forget the <laughs> yeah, piss diamonds. All the, all the kinds diamonds. of diamonds and Feynmans. And we asked you guys to think of the <laughs> wisest person ever. Yeah. Whether it's contemporary folks, which I doubt it'll be, but if is fuck, if you've got somebody you want to nominate as one of the wisest folks that's living right now, I'd love to hear that. And we'll all go watch their YouTube channel or TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> but I'd also just who is the wisest person that ever lived? I've always wanted to know the answer to that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it ever has because we've talked about it before, where wisdom is kind of a passing thing. You can recognize it, but you aren't it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You have moments of it. Yeah, that's but, what I was gonna say. It'd be hard to quantify because it's like flashes in a pan. But you right? know, when you go on a quote, you get a quote book from a guy. I don't want to throw any names around, but say Gary Busey. He probably doesn't have a big. Thick How am I doing today, Gary Busey? You're <laughs> yeah. doing great. Great. I'm not trying to shit on okay, Gary so Busey. Okay, so I cannot hear the name Gary Busey without thinking of chiclets. Moving on. Okay, that's that's harsh. Now we're going to personal attacks. <laughs> yeah, I can't. That's ad hominem. It's not personal no, attack. Kidding. It's the first thing that pops into my head. We all knew where you were. Going. It's just true. <laughs> Fair enough. But then you find a Richard Feynman, and you've got thick books filled with with things that you're, are useful. And no offense again to Gary Busey. I feel actually kind of like a shithead for saying that. Uh, Leave the man alone. I think he's beyond caring. <laughs> Leave the man alone. But I, I don't understand. Are you talking shit about Gary Busey? I don't. I mean, I think so. By comparison, a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. But we all. I mean, you can I learn from everybody. I, he's no Dick Feynman. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> no, I was saying I must have missed it. I'm just curious. I wonder if we can find. I'd like to see what, what the the wisest the word the words of wisdom that are the wisest to our listeners and to us, and we're going to do something okay. with it in the future. I feel like I explained that about as dumb as a guy could be. <laughs> for a thing that's trying to be. Yeah, I obviously need as much wisdom as possible. You're not going to be. Stupid. You're not going to be on the ballot. After no, that. no. Unless, unless it has a write-in. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm writing it in. I'm smart. It was me. I'm a wise. I'm My a dumb, mom said I was. I'm what's known as a dumb fuck. <laughs> dumb I'm aware <laughs> that I'm. I'm only aware to a certain point of how dumb I am. But I bet I'm at least 25% more dumb than that. Pretty at funny least. though. Pretty funny though. Oh. That's just sweet. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys yes. for the fucking ride today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This was a hell of this a way to This was fun. It was. It was a longer ride than normal. I feel mm-hmm. it. I didn't time it. And uh, good. It was a good one. Yeah. We're going to do bonus content after Fuck this. Fuck yeah, we are. Yeah. This has been a blast. I heard the fun in there. Okay. But thank you to the Trusted Turd Triad, Don, Chris, and Bodie, uh, helping us with the socials. There's so many people that do that for us. The Trusted Turd Herders are all over the place. Just managing those turds. Yeah, I want to talk about one today, Hoje Montez. You can find him in the Dragoneers page. Mm-hmm. He founded that. Shouts mm-hmm. out to our boy Hoje. Awesome, awesome dude. We're going to shout out different trusted turd herders all the time. That's mm-hmm. one of the new things we're going to do. And into the, the memers as well. Mm-hmm. But also I want to thank Chris Eason. He's been 
He's kind of our point man for Scat Tunes now, mm-hmm. and he has assured me that you guys are in for a season. Yay! And it's you know how he he do he likes all different genres. Mm-hmm. He finds, I mean, this is the G up you need, bro. Mm-hmm. I want to see G up you need, bro. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I feel like that was one of the most fun parts of, parts of last year was right. all that discovery of new artists, and we all got to do it together. And it's because of each other too. Mm-hmm. I love that. You know, this is a big it's community, a community event, yeah. all over the country. All there's community people effort, from around the, the world say. and the Western world, anyway, uh, throwing stuff at us. So more of that this year. Infoscatcast.com. Let us know it's music for the music show, any way you can, and we'll try and get a better email for folks in the future. There's a lot of things you. on our plate. There's a you. lot of things on your plate. We'll try our best, but for now, Infoscatcast.com. Let us know your local bands, your favorite artists in the area, under promoted bands that are signed mm-hmm. and every once in a while we'll just play signed bands because fuck it yeah you know it's the it's the podcast era bro it's the podcast era that's right but big thanks to our subreddit regulators pj and mini always holding down the big reddit reddit's a cool place and we're glad to have a presence there for sure yeah back to the meme army lieutenant memes and company we appreciate the shit out of you always active always fucking making people laugh and mm-hmm. I see my face on a lot of strange things. <laughs> and your face and your yeah. face. What's going on? It's pretty weird. Uh, we have a fucking wiki now, too. Dude, I was just going to get those human beings. Amazing. Got to give it up. Easton's part of that as well. Yep. Added some stuff. But uh, oh, Brian wow. and, of course, our... Co- where, our where pigeon and our cock? <laughs> our cock. <laughs> our coordinator of... Coordinator of chaos. Chaos. Coordinator of chaos. Does a wonderful job. Scott Cock, I wonder. There's already a BBC. There's already a BBC page on the wiki. Fucking two episodes deep. We're in there, man. It's awesome. You guys are on. We're pigeon and cock. And I love that. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty badass. (laughs) It's like a. There should be a company that makes potions. (laughs) (laughs) Probably potion seller in Marnia. I need your strongest potion. (laughs) Someone help me remember that. Age something traveler. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I, I hear my next person that's talking saying that. <laughs> <laughs> i've said it in so many ways i uh, also want to give it i'm trying to come up with a nickname and he gave he let me know what it was and i my brain is all over the place but he's making a scat cards game we're mm. working together on it so that it kind of correlates with the 2023 set and all the cards that are out there and fun dare yes. i say <laughs> yes thank you and his name is Josh Jenkins. He's an mm-hmm. awesome dude, and he's been part of our community for a while. Old JJ. And that's JJ. So we're working with with the JJ, and we want to give him a nickname, but I think we should choose it. Choose the nickname because he's uh, he's doing cool shit. Nice. He's a lot of fun, and this is fuck me. You know, we're doing this thing. First thing, I don't think he's done a lot of games like this, but I know he knows what he's doing, man. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But there's some challenges in here that are going to be interesting, and it and I like that he steps up to the challenge and stuff, and it's challenging for me. There's, uh, you got to solve for X for fuck's sake. I don't Car- actually cards. cards, cards. <laughs> but I think he's I think he's a very brilliant person, and so I'd like his nickname to revolve around gaming and being a smart cunt. Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but for the first time, we want we want you guys to help us with a nickname. Oh, so you can yes. send it in. You can make posts about it. You can bug him and see what he likes. All that stuff. Call him at home. Wake him up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Pet his dog. All that. Yeah. <laughs> Sit in his bushes with binoculars. <laughs> but it's been really fun. Yep. God don't, damn it. Don't be creepy. It, mm-hmm. It's been a blast uh, talking with him, planning with him, seeing what he has in store. If we can pull this off, it's going to be kick ass. Mm-hmm. Kick ass. And I have a lot of faith in him. I have less faith in myself because there's a lot of work on my end, too. But I'm going to do it. I know you will. Call dang it. Because I've already designed most of the cards. I was going to say you're already. It's already done, but you know, fuck. The Dropbox is confusing. 
No. <laughs> but much appreciated to him. So your homework, maybe if you guys want to partake, uh, who's the wisest person ever? And it's probably not JJ, but he's a badass. He's up mm -hmm. there on the list. But we, and come up with a nickname for our gamer dude. Mm -hmm. The scat gamer dude? That's yeah. as far as my brain on a Friday wow. can go. I got coffee. F I piss coffee right now. <laughs> I'm pissing coffee. <laughs> All right. There's lots of extra people to thank. We're going we're gonna to try and make it. F almost said the F word. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Cool. And Fascinating. Fascinationals. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, wonderful. But there's so much love that needs to so be thrown out wonderful. into this community. And uh, my brain is trying to figure out fun ways. To God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Stop talking. <laughs> All right, that's it. We made it. What, what's the email and the other things? Is there it's a, just a ridepod at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. Right. And there's a, you can get the bonus stuff in mm -hmm. the Patreon. Mm -hmm. yep, that's it. So as always. We'll talk at you in the future. And it'll seem like the present. I'm opening that present right now. Good love. It's just a ride. Whoa, oh, it's just a ride. Bing. Bong. Oh, that sounded painful. <laughs> it was Ouch. Pushed it too it's hard. Red bull fart. It's got wings.